Should we get a proper intro going? Yeah, definitely. This episode of the Growler Pod is brought to you by Yellow City Street Food. Yo, here we are. Hello. Episode 12. Look who's back already. <laughs> Only took him one fucking episode in between to come back, huh? Back I'm hooked, yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. Well, we welcome you back, Scott. What's up, man? And you got headphones tonight so you can hear yourself. Fully fledged right now. We're fucking set up. Feels like we've upgraded so much since the last time you were here, and it was just like two episodes ago. Yeah, like yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, last time we were filming on a fucking iPhone because I forgot the camera bag like an idiot. Yeah, now it looks like fully studioed out. We got the two angles, two legit cameras. Yeah, we're in here killing it, dude. Yep. Killing it every time, man. Killing it. We just do a little better every time. Growler pads up and running. Ah. Growler pads ready. I got a banger-ass song queued up if you guys want to hear it. Let's get into Let's it. Let's jump into it. Let's hear it, dude. I've been bumping it all day. So good. Uh. Oh, yeah. Fire. So 80s, right? Uh, I thought you were gonna Rick roll us for a second. I was nah, like, oh I mean, shit. Song's a banger, man. Just, just let it ride for a second. Definitely makes me think about like. Enjoy this beer while it, while you let it ride. Some booger sugar and cigarettes. <laughs> oh, I remember this track. Song's such a fucking banger, dude. Just the fucking theme of having the balls to make a theme. Oh. Call the fucking track Tarzan Boy. Bro, too. it's yeah. called Tarzan Boy. I swear Amazing. to fucking God. Who All does right. it, though? Uh, Baltimore. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're actually from Baltimore. Are they a one-hit wonder? Is that I their only so, hit? Yeah. I mean, I was actually alive in this decade, and uh, I, I remember the track when it came out, but I fucking do not remember. I can't think of another banger from Baltimore. I mean, yeah. we can we'll type I mean, it yeah, in and see the what fucking, else they got, man. We should make Danny track. do that shit. <laughs> Oh, we should make Danny do it. Got the computer over there, dude. So that song just... Too late, Danny. I got it. <laughs> Sleeping. radio. Well, actually, don't got it. It's loading. You know what? Jazzy Wi-Fi sucks. <laughs> dude, I told you. It's prime time on a Friday, dude. Bro, that's, well, your, that's your only fucking lame-ass excuse, What I recently um, had a person come door-to-door, and I know we briefly talked about this last time, but you're on the fiber, right? Hell yeah, I am. Are you on Suddenlink? Jealous. Yeah, I'm on Suddenlink. So what they told me, like, I didn't know this shit that... that Everybody in my fucking neighborhood, I'm sure everybody in your apartment complex is using the same copper wire. So, like, if, like, right now, like you say, prime time, mm-hmm. if everybody's at home fucking streaming whatever, you're sharing your bandwidth with everybody here and not just your exactly. own personal house. So Exactly, man. That's why, I, like, the best thing I did was hardwire my Xbox to... Oh, yeah, that's a to must. The, ...to the, to the uh, oh, yeah. router. If you're gaming, you got to hardwire that because even at my house, like, I have fucking... Me and my wife and three kids, and I fucking have my PS4 hardwired. So at least at the end, when I'm gaming at nighttime, whatever, I know I'm getting my shit first, and now their <laughs> Netflix and Hulu and shit is lagging out. So. Yeah. Priorities. But I still get shipping. I'm about to switch over to the AT&T shit for real. I, I yeah. want it so If they got weird. it in your neighborhood, I fucking highly oh, recommend yeah, they do. that shit, dude. A bitch it, came to my house the other day. It was like, <laughs> we were actually just pulled up, and she's like walking away. She's like, I just came to your house. And we're like, okay, what's uh, up? <laughs> and then she gave us like a little 10 minute presentation and we're like, okay, cool. Well, let's go talk about it and figure out what's up. And then you come back and like, she's like, she said she'd be in the neighborhood till like seven o'clock and we're like, okay, cool. Come back. And then she just never showed back up. So I guess they uh, website it. Call, call it a bitch. This guy over here is getting 700 up and 700 down. 
with no nine eighty baby, yeah. not seven hundred. But no, no diminishing either. It's like all the time. Oh yeah, it's never, it's never gone down whatsoever. I have one gigabyte Sunlink cable. I've had to call them to come out there so many times. The other day I was getting eight megabytes up. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Eight. Like, and 50. Hand, yeah. Hands down the worst company to ever deal with, Yeah, too. I, I can't stand it. But, like, a fucking monopoly in this town. And yep. It's not even Sunlink anymore. It's all Tease or whatever and shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I got a thing in the mail, though, that, that says that they have fiber internet now. Of course they, of course they, yeah. gonna, you know. It's like probably bucks. They're probably just fucking <laughs> saying it's fiber internet, and then they just keep fucking you some more. Charge you some more fees and shit, probably. We, we just canceled our cable because... We had cable plus HBO plus internet. And, dude, like, whenever we first got it, it was, like, 160 or something like that. And then the bill we got that made us, like, fucking just be over it was, like, almost $300, dude. Jesus, A month, dude. What the fuck? It's, like, stupid. I got got one of those bills, like, because I had uh, just cable and uh, 400 meg internet and DVR. And it was normally like 120 a month, and I was like, "That's fine." And then it went up to 160 one month, and I called them. I was like, "Not gonna pay 160." So they cut it back to 120. Mm-hmm. Literally the next month, went right back up. I called them. I was like, "Go fuck yourself. I'm done." And they were like, "Well, we can get it back down." I was like, "You're too late, man. You lost a fucking customer. AT and T already came and installed my fucking fiber internet, so I'm out." Did you say he was like, good luck. See ya. Good luck. Dude, whenever we canceled, they fucking pulled the shit on us. They were like, like, oh, you're on an antiquated plan. Uh, We have a cheaper plan for you. And then also, they're like, so are you guys Game of Thrones fans? Or actually, they told Ren called in. They were like, are you got fans? And we're like, Ren's like, what the fuck is God? (laughs) They're like, Game of Thrones. And she's like, no, we've never watched one episode of that show. I mean, it's like. Not because we don't like it, but just because we just fucking haven't fucked with it. Yeah. And so then they were like, yo, we've had a lot of people canceling their service now that that show's over and shit. And I was <laughs> like, and then I got on the internet, like, fuck it, got online after a day after that and saw, like, that that was an actual thing. People were actually, like, had been HBO subscribers for, like, you know, however long that show's been on. Yeah. And now that the show is over, they're, like, canceling HBO. And I was like, fuck. Now it's all about the Chernobyl show on HBO. I've heard that shit's heavy, though. That shit's pretty gnarly, man. I watched the first episode, and Chris Lee is right, dude. It's so weird that they fucking have British accents. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> I couldn't get over it. I think I shouldn't have watched uh, Chris D'Elia's podcast before I watched yeah. that, because all I could focus on is that they don't have Russian accents. Yeah, it's they, so fucking weird, They call man. each other comrade and stuff. Yeah. And like, uh, I thought, what? dude, I thought he was exaggerating when he said comrade and shit, and then I was watching it, and they literally said comrade, and I fucking fell out. So yeah. they're using, like, <laughs> Russian terminology, but they have British accents? Every, yeah, every fucking actor on the show has a British accent, and, and it dude, takes place in fucking Russia and shit. It's like, what the fuck, man? And rewind back <laughs> a little bit. I've always called the dude Chris Delia. It's Delia. Yeah. yeah. I feel stupid right now. Nah. He talks about that a lot. Like, he'll be like, people will come up and meet him, and they're like, oh, you Chris Delia? And he's like, Delia, yeah. And they're like, oh, all right, Chris Delia. Dude. Like, just straight disrespect uh, him again, call him the same wrong name again. I mean, fucking last names that are a troubleshoot are fucking a lifetime of fucking awkward situations like that. But yeah, that dude is so funny. Like uh, Right here. I can see that, yeah. Me too. Uh, but Rin and I first found that dude. We were watching... Um, the Whitney shit, Whitney Cummings show. Oh on, yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that shit she was, used to have a, on like NBC or something. I don't know. Shit. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a while back. So good, dude. Yeah, he killed it on that show. Dude, he's so. he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, man. I mean, I've been a fan ever since. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm a huge Whitney Cummings fan. Whitney, uh, Whitney Cummings fan too. Yeah, though. she's that, fucking funny that too. That fool's podcast is probably funnier than his stand-up or anything it, that he does. Yeah. He's just so fucking ridiculous. His podcast literally has me fucking dying, yeah, man. Every every time. every week. That makes sense because, like, you know, you have to distill like all your jokes into like a special for a stand-up thing, and it can be kind of hit or miss. When people that are just like naturally funny all the time. It's like a podcast is a is a better representation of that. Like, yeah, yeah. Tom Segura's podcast. I mean, he's he kills it on his specials too. But yeah, like, uh, yeah. It's like a it's like a more like on the fly kind of humor. I think yeah, it's like, a little... and when you when they're doing stand up, it's more like calculated and it's more like trying to like mm-hmm. do, fine tune an art. And then when they're just talking, they're just funny fucking people. It's like yeah, tight as fuck. Just him just telling fucking random stories about yeah. being at Starbucks or some shit. I'm just di- saying all these theoretical shit. <laughs> Like that would never happen, but it's his hilarious. Fucking his uh, Eminem impression of that last Hell that yeah. shit, and it doesn't help that fucking uh, Grayson, who we talked about in the last podcast, he does the shit perfectly. Like he'll fucking do the little the the whole thing, you know, because he raps and shit. But it's like shit kills me every time. It's like the law of diminishing returns does not apply to that joke. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that shit's so fucking good, dude. You guys listen to any more good country lately? Uh, I've been jamming Amarillo by Morning a lot, like on, on a serious ass level. Fire I listened track. to Amarillo by Morning probably like three times in this week. It's a fucking banger, man. Dude, it's Friday, you know. One of my homies, um, who actually I was a huge fan of when I was younger, but we're like friends now just because we're kind of peers in the hip hop community. He lives in LA. Um, his name's Abstract Rude. Every time he oh, comes hell yeah, through, he's the man. every time he comes through, he's always like, he did like a fucking weird little. The first time he came through, he did like a weird remix of that song. And so every time he comes through, he's always like, fucking Amarillo by morning. And I'm like, dude, I never even fucking listened to that song, you know, like as a kid. And that's fucking, it's like his like, it's like he associates Amarillo with that fucking song. Yeah. Cracks me up. Yeah, a lot of people do. With yo, this, with yo, this, this fucking sour. Dude, this do you like it? It's pretty wild. It's so fucking good, right? I didn't think you were actually drinking it. Are you drinking I just, it? I, yeah, I'm almost, I poured yeah, half of a glass of it. Dude, it tastes like sherbet, right? Yeah, it tastes like fruity pebbles at first. Uh, I can see that. And then it kind of just takes a turn. And then it's kind of like... It you is can a little fruity get really pebbles, sour dude. At Bro, yeah. So uh, we're drinking on Prairie Rainbow Sherbet Sour. It's fire. And uh, we got Lakewood... Earth, earthly pleasures or... I think it's called like Earthly Desires. Earthly Highs, maybe? Earthly Highs, yeah. Something like that. It's a hazy, hazy IPA, IPA right? but it's also kind of sour. Yeah. And it's also only like 5% or 4.7 or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, shout out to Yellow City Street Food, our new shout and improved out. sponsor. <laughs> oh, it's the one we always wanted. Yeah, I guess. It is, and here we are. We yeah, made it. I guess yeah. we're, we're So what happened, Scott? Okay, so. Um, <laughs> Six car had been open for about a year. We've been open for about a year. Um, and the early projections we made, like the business model we made, and just everything we kind of set out to do in that space downtown. You know, it's the first new building downtown in about 40 years. Yeah. Um, and then our landlords are also the affiliated with the bank A&B that we loaned from. So it was just kind of a weird setup. And I think if, if everything had gone according to plan right off the bat, um, it would have been all good. But so for the first six months, you know, it's fun. Everything's cool. Um, I'm pushing myself creatively because when we opened Six Car, I thought it was going to be kind of like a 
an opus for like not really fine dining, but like elevated food. You know, like there's a lot of restaurants in town that try to do like elevated food, but just kind of like suck at it. Yeah. And um, I thought it was gonna be like kind of a date spot. You know, like, and be busy all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when we opened, that just wasn't the case. Um, and the people we were getting in were like, you know, like, had preconceived notions of what pub food should be. And they're like, where's the fish and chips? Where's this and that? And uh, so, like, over the course of a year, you know, like, um, I changed the menu like three or four times trying to figure out, you know, what the fuck people want. And then also opening a space this big and dealing with a new building and, you know, a fucking astronomical amount of rent due every month. Yeah. And then, you know, um, there's three partners involved. And then one of our partners kind of like screwed the pooch with like the building of the brewery because he was supposed to kind of like double as a GC. So the brewery came in like $250,000 over budget because of shit that didn't get done, had to be redone. And... uh, so we kind of threw all that shit in the back pocket, opened up, and then tried to rock and roll. And then, you know, I don't want to, you know, say anything bad about Amarillo, but the city kind of, I feel like the city kind of let us down a little bit by just having a refusal to kind of go downtown, except for like maybe on the weekends. You know, yeah. like people think, you know, even though downtown's four or five miles away from everywhere in fucking town, mm-hmm. nobody wants to come downtown. So, anyways, we so we just roll with the punches and then. You know, five, six months go by, everything's cool. But then I've changed my menu like three or four times trying to figure out, you know, to crack the code kind of thing to figure out what's going to get people in here. What will appeal to this specific crowd that is coming in. Mm -hmm. Because with Yellow City, dude, we Ren and I started this shit like, you know, like making tacos and taking them to the bar and then at the shag. And then it's like, it seemed like once people knew about it, they were fucking all over it and we were busy all the time. Well, Six Car wasn't like that. It was like. It was like no matter what we did, it was like always kind of marginally dead. Like I mean, we'd have busy nights, but it was never really popping. Mm-hmm. So this past week, while I was in California, um, I got an email, and I knew some shit, some shit had been brewing for the last couple months. Like we kind of had gone to head to head with our investors, and they tried to send a restaurant consultant over, and he was a fucking moron. And basically, it was like a, it was just weird. So. While I was in California, I found out that a letter of intent had been filed that was like, you know, basically they were trying to give us an opportunity to restructure our debt with A and B and to take all the partners, myself included, off the hook for the debt of like, you know, $600,000 and then put it, put it on the investor board. But in turn, the investors would get to redeem my, all of our ownership credits. Uh, so say we were all 33 point something ownerships of the business. Yeah. So like I'm in California and I'm reading this email and I'm like, okay. And I'm glad I was, I was, uh, in Cali when it happened. Cause if I'd have been in town, I probably would have had like a lot more proactive kind of like try to go inject myself into the situation. But, um, so basically, uh, they were like, yo, trade in your ownership credits and then you're not on the hook personally for the debt that you guys owe on a business that that's at the moment is not performing like it should have. Mm-hmm. So my thought was like, okay, well I'm just going to walk away from this business because I already have a successful restaurant that my wife and I started Yeah, and it's killing it. And then I'm Hell over yeah. here downtown, not working with my wife. And then also like kind of hating life, dealing with this shit every day. And it's like shit kind of looming over my head. So long story short, 
I left six car because um, I had an opportunity to kind of perforate myself away from it, and just went back to working full time at our our original restaurant. And then um, that also kind of freed up us to like some some concepts we had like kind of in the pipeline that we were going to wait like four or five years to pull the trigger on. Uh-huh. Um, now that we've got rid of all that debt from six car, um, we're going to start trying to fast forward on. So sick. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked, man. Like oh, yeah. the. Even my purveyor, one of my purveyors from Mindy Keith came in. He's like, man, you seem happy as fuck. I was like, dude, I honestly am because I'm at my, the original place where I fucking, you know, like run all the original staff I used to work with and yeah. like the creativity is flowing and we're busy and. And it's just like, a, just like, I don't know, more laid back, just fucking dope vibe in yeah, Dallas yeah, City. Yeah, like, I love that I mean, place. I went up, I was up there kicking it. Yeah. Plenty of fucking a while today yeah. having a good time dude. and what's fucked up is like we have a ton of regulars that come to yellow city that never went to six car really and i, I mean i don't they're not people i know personally they're like you see faces and you recognize faces mm-hmm. and you'd see them in there once or twice but then like you would never see them and then being back over yellow city this week i like seeing all these faces that i remember and i'm like dude these people never came into six car and then i've asked some people i'm like why you know what is it and they're like, we just didn't like the vibe over there. You know, the food was great. That's yeah, the only reason yeah. we went. But at the same time, it's like, the vibe sucked. Uh, the vibe sucked. Uh, let me get this loaded up. So, the uh, service sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it just it's a little, a little delayed. Yeah. But yeah. what's funny is like, um, we have a bunch of reviews. Like, you know, in the day and age we live in, the social media and everything, we had a bunch of reviews. Like. You know, Yellow City gets four or five star reviews four or five times a day. Mm-hmm. It's constant. And Six Car, it was like, you know, like there'd be a, a, a little bit of bad reviews, a little bit of good reviews, but the, the bad reviews would always say, like, love the food, but the service sucked. And then True. we went over that shit. Like, dude, like, we have a front of the house manager that we, like, constantly would kind of express that shit to. Mm-hmm. And it was like, nothing ever changed. And like some of the servers are like one of the like, I mean I know one one server in particular is a friend of mine that's been a friend of mine for twenty years but you know he's like you know if he's not having a good day you're gonna fucking know it on his if yeah if he's waiting on you so it's like I believe uh, I know who you're speaking of oh <laughs> <laughs> name names so at the same time it's like man like I can't I, I guess I can't even say I wish those guys all the luck because I mean the ship is going down I'm just happy I jumped uh. off you know I had an, an opportunity to jump off while it was still yeah. above water. So, yeah, that's kind of the long and short of it. So, I was the only reason that Six Car was sponsoring the podcast. So, it's like it only seemed fair that, like, as I go back to Yellow City, that Yellow City, who probably should have been sponsoring the podcast from the, be- from the beginning, is uh, the rightful sponsor. Yeah, so. now we fucking got it, and here we are. Here we are fucking killing it. That's the one we wanted the most. Got the beers, baby. Got the fucking dude. We got the sound bites going. Yeah, I'm, I'm prepped, dude. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, we got, we, we, we got the shit me. in the bag now. I gotta get another one of these sours. With dude. six car though, anytime I, it's kind of I don't know how to really explain it. It always just feels kind of like empty in there. I mean, not like to. populated, but it just feels well, empty. I don't know how to really explain it. You're exactly right because the occupancy is around like 400 and something. Yeah. And then if you're not in the way they seated it out, it's like a beer hall. So it's like if you're not busy as fuck, it feels empty as fuck in there because there's a fucking ton of seats. There's a ton of space. Yeah, there sure is. And it's like, you know, the lighting, like, it's stupid, man. Like, I should have been more involved in, like, the uh, in like the concept because I was so busy with Yellow City that 
my partners kind of like designed the space. Even the kitchen. The kitchen was way too fucking small for like the kind of the kind yeah, of business tiny. that when it's really busy, the kitchen sucks. It's too small. Um, and I wasn't present in a lot of that shit because I was just busy with Yellow City. And then I kind of went over when it was ready and kind of like started prepping to open. But dude, yeah, they laid it out like a beer hall. It's like, you know, it's just if you're not insanely fucking slammed it just feels dead as fucking there it does and it has a cold environment you know it's like yeah exactly of, that's a, a good of, way like, to describe it like, they went for like a modern industrial kind of thing with like wood and metal and then cool lighting but it's just like trying to take food pictures in there for the menu is fucking stupid because everything looks drab as fuck and the one or two spots you get that have really good lighting you fucking all the pictures look the fucking same you know like yeah. my wife shot pictures Jared shot pictures we had another photographer that shot pictures in there when we first opened that she didn't get, she didn't shoot food well at all. But between Jared and Ren, you know, you can see them struggling in the food pictures because they're all from the same, like, two or three lo- locations in the place because it's the only place you got good lighting. Yeah. My question is, with you being gone now, what's up with the, the kitchen? Like, um, My sous chef, Cole, just kind of stepped in. And um, what's funny about that is – like a month ago, like me and him had a conversation in the walk-in after a crazy Sunday service. And he was like, I can tell he's at the end of his rope because he was a, you know, a cellist in the Emerald symphony. We started working for yellow city, like no shit. three or four years ago. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's an amazing musician. <laughs> Holy shit. That's but crazy. like he started yellow city as a fucking dishwasher. And then moved up to bread and saute. And then, you know, he was a quick learner and shit, but, um, I don't feel like he's a lifetime. Like, I don't feel like he's a, a lifer in the kitchen. Like yeah. you told me the other day that he's looking into getting his CDL or doing a trade school or something like that. So I'm sure that the investors are going to get in there and fucking meddle with shit and yeah. Burger King the fuck out of that kitchen. So. <laughs> That's a bummer. So as eh, whatever <laughs> is, Doesn't is matter. Colin like still going to be a part of it? Oh yeah. So Colin, they told Colin that his job, he has his job up until the end of June, which is basically when all this, when all this paperwork we signed actually finalizes at the, is at the end of June. And so, but he had a friend of his tell him that, that he, that he know like a, there's a friend of his that's an investor, but he owns a fucking uh, whiskey company in Austin. So he like invested through another friend cause he couldn't, because it's something you couldn't invest directly. Uh-huh. But he told Colin that he's like, yo, I know they're going to fire you. Damn. And then like, and uh you know colin's still gonna work there till till they fire him i guess and then he's said he's gonna get a job or whatever but damn he did he did contract procurement before all this started uh. and so you know he's got a pretty healthy resume so he'll be fine but still i wouldn't want to sit around and work somewhere like like the second they told me that i could redeem my ownership and and be off the debt i'm like well a i'm not gonna work somewhere i don't own yeah uh, like i quit that shit six years ago so yeah, I, I just personally wouldn't do it, but you know, he's sticking it out. Yeah. Know. If I if I know there's an end, I'm gonna be like, Hey, you know what? Fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck it. Have fun running this motherfucker when I don't come in today. Yeah. <laughs> right, but see, that's what I was thinking. Whenever we fired Grant from the brewery, like he was like, you know, he was like, I'm still gonna come in. I'm gonna be here every day and we're like, Okay, that's awkward and then he didn't, he just stopped coming in. <laughs> yeah. But he was still an active partner in the business and just just didn't do anything so it's like weird the little tripod that we had formed to open six car kind of faded away and it was just you know the last three or four months was just myself and colin Mm -hmm. trying to keep it going and colin was killing it in the brewery man 
Yeah. But Yeah, he just, definitely stepped his game up. Well, yeah. Well, he'd brewed, like the year before we opened Six Car, he'd brewed close to like 75 or 80 beers. And I found out that Grant had brewed like, you know, maybe 15 beers in his life, in his whole life. So it was yeah. like, yeah, so the, the experience was definitely not there with Grant, but I love Grant as a person, but he just wasn't doing what we needed to do in a brewery, especially yeah. when we opened at the same time as Pondicetta, and, like, they're badass guys. Like, the first time I went in there, like, Six Car was open, so technically we're competitors and shit, but yeah. Caleb came to the table, introduced himself, was fucking super nice to me, yeah, and, you know, rolled out the red carpet, and it's like, so from the get-go, like, when we were at Pondicetta, I was like, these guys are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm, and then sure. the first time we tried the beer, um, we did a flight, and it was like, they were, I think they were still hitting their stride, because a few beers were good, but a few beers were like, um, oh, you know, they're good, but they're not like, and I have a certain types of beer that I like. Mm-hmm. But dude, like, since we've gone back and back and back, yeah. dude, and the, the shit they've been rolling out in the last few months, I mean, they've been killing it over and over again. So it's like, so... Six Car had, you know, inadvertently we're competing with Pondicetta, even though we're all cool with each other. I mean, Caleb and Trevor, they like talk to Colin. They all get along and shit. But, mm-hmm. you know, two breweries. And in a big city, there's fucking 100 breweries. But Amarillo <laughs> yeah. is so podunk at yeah. the moment, oh, men, men, mentality-wise, that mm-hmm. people don't people think two breweries is a lot. And yeah. obviously, <laughs> there's two sets from two different, you know, two crowds from two different breweries that when I, instead of just being like, oh, cool, we have two breweries in town. They got to fucking face off and shit. So it was a weird, it was a weird <laughs> mindset. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's like, that's one of the things I'm actually really stoked about as far as like severing ties with six car is that because Caleb once told me that, you know, their inspiration for opening Pondicetta was like, he came back into town. I don't know where he lived, but he moved back and saw yellow city and came in at yellow city and like saw that we were just kind of doing our own thing. Yeah. And that kind of inspired him for them to do their own thing. And so, like now moving forward, it's like we're excited to be able to to fucking collab with Pondicetta with like no like weird kind of yeah. like you know like yeah no weird yeah, attachment. Cool. So we're gonna do like pint nights and then Sick. beer dinners and then have the food truck over at Pondicetta whenever possible. So hell yeah, That's they have yoga cool. over there, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb is from Florida. I know that because I spent literally the entire day with him on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, the the, <laughs> co- the session brew day. Yeah, I was over there. We were brewing the beer. That shit was cool, man. It was yeah. fun. What you got about that, that day? Dude, it was crazy. It was like it was like going to work, man. I woke up at 9 in the morning. I fucking went over there, and like he had already kind of started the basic process because he was like, yeah, this is kind of like the boring bullshit. And then... uh Brewing beer is a lot of waiting around, for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, you do one little process for maybe, like, five minutes, and you wait an hour. So we drank a lot of fucking beer in the meantime. It was cool, right, man. Caleb's right a fucking cool dude. It dude, was. Man. I had a fucking great time that day. I learned so much, man. Like, just from, you know, the, the process of, like, transferring from tanks to tanks and, like, you know, what you have to add in at what time and the temperatures and all kinds of shit. It was... It was cool, man. I'm I'm excited to try the beer because now that I've actually like I don't know I I guess I was kind of a part of it because I kind of helped out a little bit. I was there watching a lot, but you it's, fucking brewed the beer, dude. I'm, beer, I'm fucking I'm stoked, dude. It That's was fucking your fun, man. Boys, beer. I can't so, wait for that shit. Well, while we're on the subject of that, you know, it's like we got the not only the beer release, but 
The release of the new Cold Cuts issue yeah. on the 29th. Yeah. Yeah. A issue game of skate that starts at the park earlier in the day and then the Moves finals. Moves over to the brewery, yeah. The final five or what? Final four. So, final four. yeah, yeah. The, the game of skate's going to start at noon. It's going to go up until the final four, however long that is. I mean, hopefully, like, it gives some people a break, you know, the final starting four. Starting at Martin Road or at Stiff? Stiff. Okay. Yeah, yeah starting Weird. at John Stiff, yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I I figure it'll probably end at like three, depending on how many people are you know entering. That way, it gives the final four time to you know prepare. You can go get a coffee, a fucking mm-hmm. beer, some food, whatever you want to do, and then you can sit there and strategize how you're gonna fuck your opponent up when you get to the brewery. And then, yeah, after the game of skate, Christian's band, fucking Trinchrat's gonna oh, yeah. play, and while they're playing, I'm gonna set up and we're gonna do a premiere. And then uh, Caleb was like, "Yo, whatever you want to do after that, like." You want to play some other videos? Whatever, dude. Like, all night if you want to play videos. Let's just kick it. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Watch a good-ass job again. Yeah, I I planned on it. I'm going to also... watch text. Thecoldcuts.com is going to launch that day. So, uh, you know, we might as well just give people a preview of the website at the premiere. You know, scroll the website, play some videos, you know? As a, hard on that. as a previous host of a Cold Cuts release, I can say that it's going to be a good-ass time. Dude. Whenever is, I saw hey. the post of it initially, I had, like, you know, a little bit of FOMO. I was like, dude, fuck, they're having a fucking release at Wanda and not at Yellow City, but... Yeah, this ain't the full video. We'll have the full video at uh, at the Yellow City for sure. We were going to try to do it at Six Car. Oh, well, I yeah. believe. Dude, after, <sighs> okay, so we tried way. to do... A release at Six Car right after Six Car first first opened, yeah, and, and it pissed. was sketch, dude. Got so well, what's hurt. fucked up is I was sick that night and I wasn't there, and it was like literally like we've been open like two or three days, and everybody fucking freaked out and was like hella hey, weird about it. Yo, Even fuck though, that dude, Joe Michael. He's gone. Fuck that dude. Good. He was the reason. Fuck that fucking dude. Yeah, go. I fuck saw him at yourself. the Side Poodles game yesterday. He made like eye contact with me. Oh, and nice. I was just like, fuck you, dude. Like. Just like Fuck you. Fuck. Yeah, like a, a Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura kind of fucking <laughs> yeah. stare down. You're yeah. going to charge the mound. He's like, what the yes. fuck are y'all doing up here? Scott said we could. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Invoke Sorry. the fucking name. Oh, yeah, dude. But I was bummed I wasn't there that night because uh, uh, I was fucking sick. And then Ren called me. She's like, yeah, they're fucking Nick and Cam here trying to set up. And everybody acted fucking hella weird. And it's like. Well, it's probably my fault because I didn't like preface anything, but the whole fucking upstairs was empty, you know, like we just Straight dope, up Yeah, and it was yeah. like so I was like, dude, there's already plenty of ample space up there, so it's stupid. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It was a disaster anyway, like the sound wouldn't work on the T V and shit, so yeah. it's yeah. it's whatever. It's all good. Well, yeah, dude, the good ass <laughs> job premiere at six or at Yellow City was fucking amazing back yeah, when we had it. So that sure was, was that was a great night. Yeah, dude, fuck Caleb was he's like, So how many people do you think will come? And I was like I don't know, man. I was like, you never know. Between the game of skate, people that want to are in it and want to come watch the rest of it, Christian's fucking band, and people who just want to come see the video. I was like, hundred. I was be, like, it's gonna be. I was like, probably, probably at least a hundred people. And Usually he, he about like, dude, his face was like, oh shit, like he was <laughs> like, oh fuck, dude. I can't. <laughs> I was all, what's your capacity? <laughs> I can't wait for how you got the game of skate set up, like. Where it's gonna be it's inside gonna be of Pondicello? Yeah, that's how I'm trying to picture. Is it gonna be out there with the? It's all the gonna be shit yeah, like or? you know, like the where the brewery is, like the actual tanks and shit yeah. where they have like the tables and yeah. it's like the polished concrete. So we're just gonna do two lines of just we're gonna take all the tables out and just on each side do two lines of bar stools. 
Okay. So every, that, that'll be just straight sitting room, and that's going to be the lane for the game escape. Can't is do that like a polished concrete? Out of bounds. Yeah, is that polished concrete going to make the uh, landing sketchy? Or it anything? could. I don't know. It might. It could. That's a good question. I mean, I, I can get some shit. It, so that's a we'll good see. fucking question. I, that's the first thing I thought about whenever Dude. I was like, "Is there gonna be?" I mean, I mean, I'll be in the final four, so I, we'll find out. <laughs> I think, uh, I think it's honestly going to be pretty relative to like uh, how the skate park is. Kind of slick, so yeah, it'll like it'll be a pretty easy transition. You ever skated in your garage, like when yeah. you're raining outside? Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's what I equate. That's to. what Martin Road's like all over, dude. Yeah, it's fuck, fucking so fucking so slick. ridiculous. But like that new addition at John Stiff is pretty fucking slick. So what new, what's the new addition at Stiff? Just more flat fucking concrete. flat concrete. Really? They just keep fucking adding more flat concrete, not putting any more obstacles, dude. We it's just so want fucking a dope. fucking box and a what? flat bar. One box. One. Yeah. One. Box. Flat ledge, one foot high, I don't know, six foot long. Dude. I don't give a shit. Two foot long. Dude, yeah. anything. Back <laughs> when I skated like heavily and shit, this is probably like, I mean, I think it was, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but I think it was like 98, 99, because I moved to Austin in 2000. So 97 or 98, a um, couple of buddies of, my, of mine and myself went to the city and went to uh, Parks and Rec and we're like, yo, we need a we need a skate park in this town. We don't have one. And so their quick fix was, you know, well, fucking y'all just take the tennis courts at Elwood park and y'all can put ramps or whatever yeah. you want out there. Cause it's like a throwaway park, you know, yeah. it's one of the prettiest parks in town. Yeah. Location wise. It's so big. Too. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. But for the people that inhabit it, it's like, you know, they're yeah. like, okay, whatever. So, so for like, dude, like three years, like we like some friends of mine, like then it became like a, a movement. Like we all built boxes and quarter pipes and fucking, fucking, you know, like little just knickknack shit. But then you put it all out there, and you had like this cool fucking street park. And it was like, dude, it was the spot for a couple of years. You know, people go skate various spots around town, Memorial yeah. or you know, fucking Wellington or whatever like that. But like before we had Stiff or Martin Road. Mm -hmm. But dude, like. Elwood was the shit. It was the spot. You know, it's crazy. It was like we just built all our own shit and put it out there. It's like I'm surprised nobody's like done that at Stiff. Like just built a box and put it out well, there. Dude, they they built a box. These uh, I don't remember <clears throat> who it was exactly. Where I'd shout them out, but they like, dude, I keep knocking my fucking headphones out of the jack. Oh, there dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because I fucking I forgot the extension cord. I fucking blew it. Do I blow it every week? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this you dude suck. built like a fucking cinder block box, like with angle iron on both sides and shit. And I, I saw a picture of it and I was fucking hyped. So I went up there cause I like, I, I fix up ledges around town. Like I have a concrete grinder, so I'll yeah. go grind them down and then like clear coat them to make them fucking grind really good. So I saw like a picture of that ledge and I was like, yo, I'm going to go fucking, I grinded down the top of the fucking cinder box and made it real fucking smooth and clear coated the top of it. And. Came back to skate it the next day, and it was torn down. The fucking city came yeah. and fucking sledged really? it out. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll do that shit because of liability and shit. If they didn't put it up and shit, and someone gets hurt, and then... So fucking dumb, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. They they tear shit like that down in a lot of cities. Mm -hmm. Like, if you try to build, like, any cement, cement skate parks without any permits yeah, or anything... Yeah, just, like, some DIYs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, DIY parks are the shit, though. That's yeah. the new meta, though, for, like, the last yeah. fucking... Yo, Albuquerque has a fucking dope ass diy in the fucking uh south valley oh south side it's hard to find but it's so fucking sick man yeah we've... also 
I I started skating in 2001. I went to Elwood Park one fucking time. Oh, so you remember? What I'm I about. I went there once. Yeah. Do you do you know Nick Alshami? Like, did Al- you grow up like any with any of those guys? He was friends with like uh this dude Gerald. He was like this fucking tall white guy and uh Toby. I can't remember Toby's fucking last name either. And uh, Bo Bell and Bo's, fucking, Bo's a homie. Bo's yeah, a, I've been for the Bo for yeah twenty years, dude. I see Bo all the time. I deliver yeah. to his fucking work at that. Where uh, is he working at? He works at that Everett's Plumbing on Fifteenth and dude Lipscomb maybe or something. Every, dude, he's worked at the same fucking place forever. He still drives that fucking truck too. Bo is like <laughs> Bo is kind of like the Harold Hunter of our neighborhood. He's yeah. not like. The quirky dude that just absolutely shredded. Yeah, dude. And then like, but now all I hear from Bo is like, it'll be like a random Wednesday or Thursday, and I'll get like a fucking message on Messenger, and it's like, fuck this shit, people this and that, and then he'll tag, he'll put post a song, and I'm like, uh-huh. is this Bo? I don't even know what's dude, going on. He fucking dude, he has a mini ramp at his house and shit. Still, like, he's still same old fucking dude. It's so wild, but dude, yeah. he was a homie for sure. Man, who are some other fucking older cats? I can't remember. Like, dude, back when we skated there, it was like fucking James, who's a server at Six Car, who was <laughs> was mentioning earlier. Yeah, I knew that's uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, dude, he was he was he would skate there. I mean, it was everybody, dude. It was like the dude Zeb. Yeah, oh, fucking Zeb too. Yeah, Zeb, yeah. Well, Zeb, that's a weird fucking story because. You can probably put a whole episode on that dude alone because yeah. <laughs> he was like, as when he was younger, it was like, um, I guess I can tell the story now because we're like on the podcast and shit. Is his is his real name Zeb? No, it's uh, what the fuck is his is real it name? Is it Caleb? Caleb. Okay, Caleb Fitch. <laughs> Zeb Brody. Right when I asked the question, I was like, oh, that's dude. Stupid. So okay, back in the day, okay, so back in the day, we used to we used to always skate at Homeland. Fitch. Uh, Homeland was at. Um, yeah, where I, fucking or, Ashley's furniture is. Uh, Hillside and Bell. No, it's like the the. The what is it now? The region sixteen. Oh yeah. So yeah. behind Homeland, yeah. they were chill. We had ramps. We had Sick. like they had shit from inside. They had this like long like thing that they put. They would they would slide boxes down. They had gotten rid of, so we fucking bolted it to the wall and waxed it up. And Sick. dude, it was it was actually like what's funny about that is Colin and his crew used to show up, but they were rollerbladers. <sighs> they were fruit booters. Colin would fucking rollerblade, dude. So, but, but but to his to his defense, he was the dude. He was like oh, okay. the rollerblader. So I probably saw him fucking rollerblading at Caprock when I was a little kid. Oh, dude, that Caprock. Could he the... hit the rails and shit? Was yeah, he one of those motherfuckers? He was the fucking... I bet it was Colin, dude. Whatever those grinds are called. Whatever a soul he... grind. Soul Bro. grind. Mist- porn star, misty flips, porn star. Porn star. star. Danny, look up some fucking yeah, a cheese grater, yeah. cheese grater. But ah, so, w- like, it was like basically like when we we're in high school, um, you know, like everybody kind of meet behind Homeland and go skate, and then like every now and then, different crews would roll up, you know, and there was always like a rollerblade crew that would show up and start skating, and Colin was like the leader of that squad. <laughs> What got us on what, what what got us on that subject though? Don't Zeb. remember. Zeb. Zeb. Oh yeah. Zeb. So okay. So back in the day, um, this is like right around the time that Brian got killed. You know, like uh, whenever we mentioned that in the last podcast, mm-hmm. my homie Brian Dinicky. Um, but one day we were all skating at Homeland, and then some of our homies that went to Gene Howe called us up, and they're like, and it was like this kid named Daniel Davidson. Uh, Zeb, um, a couple other cats, Jeremy Marshall, who worked for Stanley for years, he's a cool ass dude, um, called us up and they're like, yo, we fucking had some beef with some jocks and they're trying to come up and fight us at Gene Howe. 
So like a handful of us roll over to fucking Gene Howell from <laughs> Homeland oh, to yeah. kind of like just just post up and be skating and shit to kind of deter anybody from like starting shit. So we roll over to Gene Howe. We're all skating and shit. Me, uh, my friend Josh Line, who tattoos, tattoos over at No Regret. Uh, my homie oh, nice. Nick. Um, dude, a bunch of us. We were all there just hanging out. And then all of a sudden, uh, we're skating at Gene Howe. And then you see one car roll by. And they're like, that's the dude that started shit. And so we're like, okay, cool. So we, we have like, you know, probably like seven to ten uh, people there. Mobbed up. We have, well, we thought. We thought we were mobbed up. And then so that dude cruises by and, and then drives off. They're like, okay, cool. They don't want no shit. Everything's fine. And then about 15 minutes later, dude, like, I don't want to exaggerate for the sake of, like, nostalgia, but it was probably, like, seven to ten cars pull up in this parking lot down, like, around the way. And then, dude, like, they're all probably got four or five people in there. These big, what we used to call them back in the day was white hatters because they all wore, like, the collar. There was, like, a thing back in the day where it was, like, some company made a bunch of white hats that had all these different college teams <laughs> on them. So everybody would just buy the, the, the college they yeah. like and everybody wore these white hats. So these dudes all showed up and they were in mass, bro. It was probably like, I mean, to be conservative and not like err on the side of like making the story bigger as I'm telling it, <laughs> probably like 15 to 30 people. God damn. And they all kind of like post up in this parking lot and we're looking at them. We're like, okay, that's a lot of people. And then we're like, shit. And this is my first, like, we used to skate with Daniel all the time. But this is my first time meeting, like, Caleb Zeb and this dude Jeremy. Like, this is our first time meeting these guys. This kid named Ben Snow was there. Um, and then all of a sudden, these fools start charging at us, like, Braveheart style. <laughs> and we're like, and it's like, they're, they're, dude, it's fucking hilarious because they're far enough away where we can be like, fuck, okay. We had enough time for dialogue. We're like, okay. That's a lot of people, and they're fucking charging at us. And then, like, <laughs> like one of us is like, one of us is like, I forget. One of the dudes is like, we can just just hang tight. We're gonna talk to them. We don't have beef with these guys. They have beef with them. We're kind of like mediaries, you know. And then, like, you see them charging, and you're like, and then like that wears off, and it's like, okay, they're not gonna listen to anything we have to say because they all have weapons and shit. Holy, holy like, fuck! It's shit. like some warrior shit. So we fucking. <laughs> We're like, okay, fuck it. Let's get in the cars and let's dip. And we got the fucking Gene Howe kids, what we called them at the time, because they all lived in that area and went to school there. Or I went to Randall. I don't know. But fucking, yeah. So we're getting in the cars trying to drive, but in the time it takes us to get to our cars and try to drive away, they fucking get to us. And I'm in my, I'm in my friend Nick's car, and I'm in the back seat with my friend Tyson Swindell. Josh Lyons in the front, and my friend Nick's driving. And these fools are like swinging chains and shit. Bust out the windows of my friend's car. Josh is holding up his fucking skateboard, and you can hear a fucking chain just wah, 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 hitting the board. And we're fucking driving through the fucking grass in the park trying to get the fuck out of there. And it was like, dude, after that, it was like we kind of had a little bond with these kids, and we'd go skate all the time. But, dude, our meeting with these dudes was fucking crazy because it was for years known as the fucking like the Gene Howe incident. That's fucking nuts, dude. dude. And it, I'm like picturing shit. fucking Jamie Brooks filming this shit. Like, dude, I can I can fucking. What's fucked it up about Amarillo, man? Is there was like, uh, like that, and I mentioned this on the last podcast. It's like really cool how like everybody kind of fucking gets to gets along, and there's a lot. Of, even though there's like a lot of different crews of friends and shit, everybody like you'll see everybody at the bar. Yeah, and it made us be getting older and fucking not being fucking in high school and shit anymore. But dude. Back in the day, there was a fucking huge disconnect. Yeah. And it was like fighting terms, dude. Like, even the night Brian died, man, it was like 
punks versus jocks fighting. It's like, for fucking what, dude? We all yeah. live here. We all fucking hate, you know, this and that. It's like, yeah, it's so stupid. But, dude, like, long story short, that's how I met Zeb was the, that day. And, dude, Crazy. back in the day, he was a fucking ripper, dude. Like, he would do some shit, like, that was inconceivable, you know? Like, yeah. huge, you know, he'd hit a little hip and ollie over, like, big traffic barriers and shit. And it's yeah. like, and then... Years later, I move away and come back, and then I fucking hear about him, and I'm like, "How's he doing?" And everybody's like, "He went fucking crazy." And I'm like, "What happened?" Yeah, I want to know what happened too. Okay, so I don't know. Is he still around right now? Do you know? Last I heard, uh, like he friended me up on like social media or something, and he was at like some like home, like in Lubbock or somewhere, like crazy. But he gained a ton of weight and like was like, you know, like. I don't know if the, I think the dude just went crazy and I don't know the yeah. deal. Like I, I used to see his brother Josh around all the time and they even played whatever band he's in and played at six car a few times. But like, dude would like, I just don't know what happened. And then yeah. I don't really talk to anybody anymore. That's like, that's, that's intimately close with that, that circle. So I don't know like what happened. What, like what was, re- the, what was the catalyst? <clears throat> I remember seeing him be like, I never, put off the judgment like oh that dude is fucking crazy but like i would he would always hang out with like kyle corbell and clark and all those guys and i would be kicking it with those dudes when i was a little bit younger but i just always kind of wrote it off like oh maybe he's like one of the fucking stanley kids or something and because he seemed like he would fit that dynamic i don't necessarily know if he was but i don't think so yeah but that that's kind of how i was like yeah you know it was like when uh the fuck was that dumbass fucking place called where they would all fucking hang out before the basement it was called something right there on fucking 10th street (sighs) no No, there was like the what they call it the green room oh fuck next to globe news where like fucking ryan purcell and everybody like the the deli dude i remember like he fit like that kind of demographic of like the deli days like all those fucking kids like Star Killer and all those motherfuckers back in that day. Wait, who's Star Killer? Uh, Skippy. It, it was a band with fuck. I think Skippy was in oh, it. Oh no, uh, who was in that band? Uh, uh, I know for sure Gabe was in it. I'd Gabe? never known oh, Gabe's dude. last name until uh, still. I I've never. I only know him as Gabe. Gabe. I think he was in Austin now. Gabe was a homie. Does he? It was Gabe and then uh, what the fuck was the other kid's name? Uh, uh Brady. Brady was in it for sure. Can't remember Brady. I don't think I know any of their last names to be honest with I'm you. I'm thinking of somebody else. Because whenever I've kind of when I've like I've been back for a minute, but when I was like meeting newer DJs in this town, because I came back and was like, I didn't DJ for a long time, and then I started kind of playing shows again. Mm-hmm. I started meeting some of these cats, and they were like, I met the dudes that were in that band, and then uh, I never actually heard the band though. They were cool. I mean, it was like a, I'd say the best way I could describe it would be like, I don't know, like. S- Surfer metal would be the best. It's like cool it was, it was kind of screamo ish at yeah. the time too, because it was back in that day where it was cool to wear girls' pants and yeah. <laughs> all that dumbass shit. Danny, do you fucking get a yep. some uh, fucking rollerblading tricks? He What's sure up? did actually. Uh, he's, he got a video going over there. Just video. We wanted names, man. You're gonna show it. Like, is this a montage of tricks? That boy That's Brian Aragon. I don't know who that is. The last rollerblader's name I remember was Arlo Eisenberg. Did you just pull up like a video of people rollerblading? We just, we just need a list yeah, of trick list names. Of tricks, yeah, we want a list of. Yeah, I want a yeah. list of yeah. trick yes, names, dude. Bro. We don't want to watch just people rollerblade. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> he has the name a of list them. list of them. To us, those all look the same. Did, need, did, like, yeah, I don't fucking did know. you not get any Shit. of the context of the conversation? <laughs> I guess while we're waiting, we can fucking... Dude. Oh, or Tarzan boy. <laughs> dude, could you imagine seeing these guys in concert? This is a one-hit wonder, dude. You're just in the crowd and you're like... Oh. Would you like jam this in the car? Dude, I've been uh, jamming it in the car all motherfucking <laughs> Bro, back in the day, I'd be cruising my parents and we'd be listening to like, I mean like, back, uh, the beat, It's I think it's 931's, the, it's called the beat now. Back in the day, yeah. it was Z93. Z93, baby. Yeah, straight up. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and my sister was actually a DJ for that station for a long ass time. Hell yeah. My half sister, but um, dude, all those songs, like there's so many fucking one hit wonder songs. And then as a kid, you're just like, oh, this is cool. But as you get older and like even hearing it now, you're like, could you imagine going to that concert and you're like sitting there waiting for Tarzan Boy? And of course they're gonna play like they're gonna play like their, their fucking album, you know? Yeah. And then they're gonna like if they're smart, they're gonna end on that song because they don't want anybody to dip after yeah, they hear that exactly, song. Exactly, dude. And you're like, what the fuck am I listening to? And then like fucking forty five minutes go by and then finally you hear Tarzan Boy and you're like, All right, cool. Yeah, like, Alright, I gotta get out. This is another fucking fire ass one one hit wonder. Oh dude, define the cannibals to get the fuck out of here. Bro, I've been bumping this one pretty hard. Dude, heavy. this is this is um, American treasure. Dude Yeah, this is a, a hit. <laughs> I was gonna use this for the issue we're about to premiere and like <laughs> I just kept editing it and I was like this isn't it, dude. I, was, I didn't. I didn't feel the inspiration, you know. Like maybe one day when I start an edit, I'll feel the inspiration. I didn't feel it with it. I wanted to, dude. I forced it, and it didn't work out. You got to go with your with the intuition on that yeah. one. It'll get its time. Yeah, we got. Dude, I want to hear this fucking banger ass chorus, dude. I'm gonna skip it. She tries me. There you We're go. There, dude. <laughs> Rock dude. with it. Pretty close. Such fire though. These fools actually had like a couple of. I mean, they got more bangers. I wouldn't call them bangers, but I knew of a couple of songs of theirs. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but. And dude, speaking of songs you edit into cold cuts issues today at work, I was fucking like, like uh, one of our dudes in the one of our dudes. He's like one of our key employees, but this dude Ian, his birthday's actually today. Oh yeah, so. happy happy birthday! Yeah, Ian. shout out. Shout out. Um, Today I was walking back, and he used to always be fucking playing that Migos track, the fucking <laughs> walking, walking like, like I talk. talk it. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, dude. so today I was walking back to throw some dishes back or something like that, and I was just like, walk it like I talk. He's all, <laughs> he's all, bro, I haven't played that in forever. And he goes, you know what got me on that song? I was like, what? He's all, the fucking Cold Cuts video. Bro. And he's like, dude, so you put him on that shit. Hell yeah. He played that shit daily for probably like He six played months. it out. Dude, editing that played it out for me. I, I don't think I've listened to it since the fucking premiere. I forgot. Yo, about Ian's it. my fucking dog, though. He likes the Eagles too. He's my fucking boy, man. Yeah, he's a fucking uh, Eagles supporter. Yeah, we're dude, diehard yeah. Eagles fans he sound together, that man. Cool anymore. He's a cool dude, man. Maybe you should get to know him. We could all talk some shit together. All right, know? yeah, because it's always me and Jester <laughs> against you. Yeah, so. yeah we I got need, a dog grass. <laughs> I think Devin's supposed to come with us to the Cowboys Eagles game this year. Yeah, oh, man. I'll give him an Eagles jersey, you know. Let him throw it on. Yeah, we've been. I think this will be our fourth year, third, third year. Third, yeah. Third year going. We go to the Cowboys Eagles game all together, and, and uh, we basically just go, go out there and get blacked out at the fucking stadium. Yeah, we get we get fuckered up every time. I always end up like disappearing and hanging out with all the Eagles fans and shit. <laughs> They're not that bad. They are not time, that bro. bad. Actually, I fucking that that 
that gives me an awesome segue into a funny story. Like, fuck getting fucked up in bigger cities, man. Like, uh, so my wife and I were in Cali this past week. I actually have a few stories. I told her I was going to tell this one. So <laughs> we went to Cali last week with uh, Benny Keith for, like, to go toward the produce fields for Marcon. Sick. Uh, it was dope, dude. It was really eye-opening. Be like, dude, we got to, like, three days in a row, went out to, like, <clears throat> strawberry, like, romaine, artichoke. Out in the field, seeing how this shit goes, tasting shit off the vine. It was crazy. It was awesome. Um, but when we're flying out of the Amarillo Airport, uh, airports nowadays, when you, you go through, you you check your bag or don't check your bag. We don't check bags. We fucking carry them on. Yeah, same. So checking bags is a rookie move. Um, and then, uh, so we're going through the TSA security checkpoint, right? So you put all your shit on the conveyor. You fucking basically undress. And then you go stand in the fucking thing where it's like you put your arms up and it's like the three the, the <laughs> X ray thing. Yeah. So <laughs> Rin's on her period, and so I, dude, this is so funny. I told her I was going to tell the story when that happened. I go, oh, "That's podcast material." And she's, like, <laughs> she's, like, she's, like, she's like, "She's like, you gotta tell the story." Hell yeah! And so, like, I go through, and dude, I grew up my whole life getting fucking. Every time I flew, I was a secondary check guy. And now that, like, tattoos have become kind of normal, you know, and everybody has fucking face tattoos and looks stupid as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, my mild shit is nothing for them, you know? Like, they're like, oh, cool, this is a fucking Wednesday for me. <laughs> so, like, I go through, arms up, thing spins around, I'm good to go, I'm putting my shoes back on, and then I see him pull her into the secondary check, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? And so she comes out, she's laughing, but she's also kind of pissed. And uh, she's like, yeah. She's like, I had a tampon in. So like whenever they scanned me, they like they saw fucking something in me. So they're like, so, so they pulled her over for a second day check, and she's like, the lady's like, I'm gonna have to search you. Do you want me to go to a private room? And she's like, No, fucking search me right here. And she's like, Well, I'm gonna be up in there. And Rin's like, I don't give a fuck. So they search Rin and figure out it's just her tampon. But it was so fucking funny because like as we're going out of the checkpoint, she's like, fucking told me the story and i was laughing my ass off i was like, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, I was like how's your how's your pussy gonna set up fucking <laughs> 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 and i was like you got bomb pussy you're gonna fucking set up the deal <laughs> <laughs> but you still she still got the cocaine through right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, get that up there tampon oh, out of there. Shit. it was all Solid. the hash dude oh, all the but that's okay fucking crazy dude it was funny as fuck but then <laughs> the second part of that story is okay so we're in cali and uh first part of the week we're in monterey which is like we flew into san jose and so san, then we drive like an hour to monterey monterey is like right on the coast fucking beautiful is that like where they got mad wine and shit that's napa but oh, they had yeah, some dank napa. they have dank ass yeah. wine all through california um, but so while we're there we meet a there's like a fucking ton of people we're at this like thing called the Marcon summit and so, like, our purveyor, like, our main dude, Marcus, shout out Marcus, um, he had us there, uh, some people from Lubbock, and then he had a crew from Colorado Springs there. Well, one of the chefs from the restaurant in Colorado Springs is, like, uh, this dude, Josie. He's, like, you know, I'm, he's in, from Colorado, so he's used to legal weed, and he knows Cal- Cal- California is recreational, too. Yeah. So he's, like, yo, he asked the fucking people, they're, like, where do I get weed at? And they're, like, we'll just ask the concierge of the hotel. So he asked the concierge, and the concierge is like, oh, we have the, – the nearest dispensary is, like, in Santa Ana or, like, Santa Cruz, like, 30, 40 miles away. But there's a local spot that delivers. 
So yeah, they do. like two different times during the during the week, we were only with the fucking the Marcon crew for like four days. But he had like an eighth brought over like in pre rolls and shit. Nice. And it was it was dope. So then uh Ren and I extended our trip to go hang out in San Francisco and then go eat at this restaurant, Man Race. It was like a three Michelin starred restaurant. And so uh like the day after we break off from the trip, like I'm like, oh fucking we're we eating breakfast in San Jose. I'm like, I'm gonna go hit a dispensary up because like I used to smoke so much, but now I don't really smoke a lot. Just kind of chilled out on it. But I'm like one of those people that's like, when I'm around it, I need to go get, like, if I'm a, if I can go get a dispensary, bud, I'm going to go get it. So I yeah. go get two pre-rolls from this dispensary, and then, like, I fucking don't even smoke them hardly at all. Like, and then, like, the day before we left, we're in San Francisco doing, like, all the touristy shit you can imagine. And then we're hanging out waiting to go eat at this restaurant we went to eat at. Um, and then so after we eat, uh, I'm like, fucking, I'm full of shit. And uh, we didn't stay in San Francisco. We stayed in San Jose. So we had to, like, it's like 45, 50 minutes away. So, like, and that's what we're flying out of. So, like, after we eat, I fucking pull out one of these joints and fucking puff on it just a couple of times. And then uh, we had to drive through, like, and it's like 6, 7 o'clock in downtown, like, San Francisco traffic. And then, you know, all y'all being skaters and shit. And myself, whatever. Um, you've always seen like the Hellride crew, all the fucking Thrasher crew, the NorCal crew, bombing hills. Like you've always seen that shit yeah, in the yeah. mags and on the videos. But you saw bro, it, bro. Well, I bet you saw it, homies. Well, dude, what the fucked up thing is, dude. Okay, driving in downtown San Francisco, and you see these hills on videos, and you've always yeah. been like, oh, okay, it's not that bad, bro. Dude, driving, like you go up, and it's like we we had we were in a rental car, we were in a Nissan fucking Murano. Like an SUV, and I'm like, dude, driving like through these intersections, it goes like straight fucking up, mm-hmm. and like so, I'm stoned as fuck, and I'm like <laughs> tripping. I'm telling Ren, I go, I feel like the car is about to fucking fall backwards. Like <laughs> it goes, and then, there's four way stop signs at all these fucking intersections. So you yeah. like, so we're driving through downtown, and it was like, I was tripping out even before I was stoned. Like the, the, when we first got there, but then as we're trying to drive out of fucking San Francisco, dude, it was like. Fucking insane. Oh, pass the beer. Yeah. Uh, but dude, like, and it just the I didn't understand the gravity of this shit. You know, like, even like Felper like had that fucking seizure and shit after he fell on a hill. Yeah. And you've always seen like Cardiel, all these guys, fucking like bombing these hills, and you're like, okay, it seems like a steep hill. But you have steep hill, but you have no fucking idea until you're I there. I thought you were gonna say you like while you were in traffic saw. Like, no, we saw yeah, no, we saw we saw tons of skaters, bro. Like we went and did, like I said, we went and did all the shit we could think to do. Like we drove by the Full House house. Yeah, we and to, I saw you went to fucking uh, FTC. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Did dude. you go to six 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 to fucking the oh, Thrasher we, shop? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then we went by there. Um, but dude, it was like weird. It was like the door was shut and it didn't like anybody was in there. But then we we walked by and we opened the door. But there was like one person in there, and it was like super sketchy feeling. It's probably Miami. Shout out to <laughs> Andrew Taralbo. He he runs that shop. Yeah, that's the uh, homie, the man uh, himself. But we were like trying to do all this shit on like a little schedule, you know? Like we went to Anthem, we went to FTC, we went to uh, we didn't go to Upper Playground, which I fucking slept on. But damn, I like, forget about walking, Upper Playground, man. Oh yeah, that dude. I used to wear nothing but Upper Playground shit for the longest time. But, dude, while we're going, we see tons of skate crews and shit, but none of them were actually skating. They were all just, like, hanging out. Dust. I think that one's yours. I don't know. It really doesn't matter, I guess. It's all good, player. 
But yeah, dude. That getting, gnarly. Getting stoned and trying to drive through. Oh, I can't imagine, traffic. dude. Dude, it was Those like. Those hills are fucking yeah, gnarly, man. Like. I wouldn't do it. R.I.P. <laughs> fucking Peace Bliff, but like, dude, watching him yeah. push downhill, literally pushing on down hills. Yeah, that's fucking fucked. nuts, man. Switch and everything. Bro, if you watch that like, dude was the gnarliest motherfucker. Insane, yeah. Dude, like even that's watching seen, uh, the epically later, you know, Patrick O'Dell's little yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. My favorite one Those are great. To this day is the John Cardiel one and um, I haven't seen that. That's one. the thing. That's fucked up cuz Is it is it one of the Vice ones or one of the like no, old before, real ones? Yeah, that the were, real ones. The, the real ones. ones were dope. Dude, yeah. fuck. I did I watched uh Tony Hawk's and then Bam Margera because I have Vice. Yeah, I watched those back to back, and then it's fucking hour long. They used to be five one hour episodes. Yeah. on one person. Yeah, and I was like, like Bam's Bam's was cool. It was fucking interesting, but like when it ended, I was like, that's it, dude. He could have done so much more about oh, Bam. Bam yeah. had a fucking crazy ass career. Yeah, dude. I mean, That's insane. <laughs> but but yeah, I've never seen Cardiel. Dude, Car- dude, all the ones that were before the Vice shit were yeah. way better, dude. Like, I think Patrick O'Dell is an amazing filmmaker, and uh, all the, that I love that series. Like, I I held it close to my heart, but yeah, I couldn't get into the ones on Vice, and I haven't seen a bunch of them because they, I don't have Vice, and then trying to watch them was like hard as fuck to watch. Um, but dude. Back in the day, we would watch. Uh, so, okay, when I first got Netflix, Netflix had you had your streaming service, mm-hmm. and then you had all you can also add in like a bonus thing where you got like you. It's kind of like a rental thing. You yeah, like, yeah, I remember when yeah. I remember when it was like mostly DVDs and they had like minimal like yeah, DVDs exactly. and shit on exactly. On the so streaming. they had yeah, yeah. they had a small <laughs> cachet of the the epically later stuff on that was Netflix, sick. and so. I got the John Cardiel one because John Cardiel is probably my favorite skater of all time. Um, one of them. Fair top, point. Top three for real. Yeah, he's and, uh, a fucking man. Fire dude, shoes. Dude, the, uh, the John Cardiel epically latered was like so – because it goes into everything. It, it documents everything from the early Hellride crew days, the early 1-8 days, up into his injury, and then everything he's done afterwards, like trying to yeah. ride bikes and shit. And then it even has him the first time he like fucking – Dropped it, it on that bolt. Yeah, Dude, super I think scared. I have fucking seen that. Okay, so it talks about, it shows his like uh, his transfer at that park in France where they're doing that. Uh-huh. He gets hurt in Australia. Um, he, he got ran over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got ran over. Okay. And it, like, I remember, it, they talk about he grinds that fucking gnarly ass rail in SF, right? They talk about that. He does they, the car wash. No, that's, that's they, he does the, the Hollywood car wash thing that. Yeah, uh, into the bank. Into the bank that. They went there for Gons to do it, and Gons fucking yeah. got sketched out. So John's okay. like, if you're not going to go, I'm going to go. And he fucking pulls it first try, and he's like, fucking Mark, you got this shit. And then Gons goes and fucking eats shit and fucking face plants down the whole thing and loses a fucking eyebrow. Yeah. Yeah, I have fucking seen that because I remember it starts him off fucking with him. dropping in and doing that fucking slash, and that was like a cover of Thrasher, I think. Yeah, when he's like, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's it's like it's and it, when you've been watching the whole thing, yeah, you fucking start like well, yeah, up it's heartbreaking, like, yeah, like, dude, fuck, dude. But also inspirational as fuck yeah. at the same time. So, I mean, the, for somebody that like got hurt and has been taken, like you know, injuries have taken you out of the fucking game a little bit. Yeah, like he rides. He's sponsored with like Chrome and shit like that. Does a bunch of shit on his bike now, but mm-hmm. he's still a huge proponent for skateboarding. You know, oh like, yeah, they him and Julian Stranger fucking started, you know, anti hero, and then they have that new shit now. What the fuck's it called? Um, 
Oh. There's a new there's a new offshoot that Cardiel Stranger, I think Andy Roy is like slightly involved, but uh, I forget what the fuck it's called. It's a new board company. It's like an offshoot. But uh, the only other company I can think of that is on that brand is Heroin. No, it's not that. It's like it's like oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Which God, if Andy Roy shouldn't be a part of that, that's fucked up. <laughs> can't, I can't fucking. I know what you're talking about too. Uh, I I literally just found out about it like the other day. I mean, I feel yeah. like I should fucking look it up, but it's, I don't have time. It's a Danny, Danny thing. Danny. Yeah, Danny. It's like look at Cardiel and Julian Stranger New Skate Company. It's like I feel like it's named after a car or something. It's got a quirky name, but anyways, probably Prius. Oh yeah. You know what? They made a bunch of fake skateboard names for a while, like dog shit and. Uh, <laughs> Dog shit. Dog shit's the only one I can remember for some reason. <laughs> but so like sloshy pussy. As <laughs> as antihero, they started. They broke it into four fake skate companies. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> one of them's dog shit. Dog shit. But like so like uh, Andy Roy. All the old dudes were on dog shit, and then they had uh, another com another com fake company with like Grant Taylor and all the younger dudes, and then they had Tony Trujillo. They all like picked fucking names, so <laughs> that might be what you're thinking. Maybe, about. maybe that may be it. But I saw actual boards from this shit. Yeah, no, they they like they went all the way in. They went all in on the fucking bit, dude. Like the they ultimate Easter it. egg. Yeah, they went for it hard, dude. Man, Tony Trujillo is the shit. What was, what was him and uh, uh, what was the fucking band Jake and Trixie and Tony were in? Uh, uh, something shit. Uh, it's in fucking in bloom. That's my. We've, we just video. can't go a podcast without talking about shit, can we? They came through here. They they fucking like <laughs> dog shit. I don't think they played uh dog shit. I don't think they played like a show or anything, but they all came through here. Like fuckers have been through here multiple times. Michael yeah. Burn Michael Burnett's from fucking Lubbock, you know. What yeah, saying? dude, uh fucking what's Andrew Reynolds and Beagles and all them fucking Baker? name. They have their own band too. Oh, they do oh yeah. They played a show that, in Lubbock. Uh, Goat Mouth. No, yeah, yeah. Shane, Shane Howell's a singer. Shane, Shane, Andrew Reynolds, Spanky. Yeah. And uh, I said the first person, Beagle. Beagle, yeah. One other person's in it, too. Nuge, maybe. They played a show. They, well, they, they, they played sense. a show. Nuge has, it. like, Ice Wizard. Him and, I think him and Figgy are in a band together. Yeah, too. Killer Pizza. Killer Pizza. Yeah. And then there's another band called Something. It's, like, more metal sounding. But, yeah. No, Goat Mouth. Bad shit. Bad Goat shit. Mouth straight up played band. a show in Lubbock. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, so fucking crazy. Is, yeah, bad funny. shit is uh, Felper and Tony Trujillo and yeah, that's Tony's right. wife Trixie's on the drums. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. um, I forget who else, but they always have like neck face and toe like. Fucking, yeah, you know. Any word over there, Dan, or nah? You're not talking about Deluxe, are you? Uh, no, that's I the mean, shop. De Deluxe is like the, the company that makes the boards and shit, Flame. so maybe. Oh, yeah, Just not, look up dog shit skateboards. D a w g. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's when you said that. I was like, that sounds like yeah, sounds about right. Not to cut back on the convo either, but if you're ever out there in the legal lands, you can in fact buy some cannabis products on Craigslist. In the legal lands? Yeah, yeah. Oh, why wow. would but why would you do Let that? Me, why uh, would you just go to the fucking dispensary? No, I'm just saying if it's like two a.m., you know, it's like ordering a pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can order that shit. They yeah. keep weird hours because, like, I know, like, there's one dispensary that even when I was smoking a bunch, like, I was a huge fan of a uh, good chemistry in Denver because they have in-house genetics and shit. 
And they close at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. I think most dispensaries do close around that time. So yeah, I think it's like a legal thing. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think if they had their way, they'd be open twenty four seven because that's a fucking. That'd be fucking. Are there any printing like, money like weed bars yet? Like where? Oh, dude, there's dude. Uh, I went on twenty dope. I went on tour. <laughs> I went on tour like two years ago, and through the Southwest or whatever, <laughs> and we played two shows at like dab bars. Oh no but, way. But what's fucked up is they don't really, they have like a certain amount of alcohol they serve. But like I was carrying in my gear and I had like a bottle of like fucking bullet or something in my gear, you know, from the night before. And they're like, yo, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, it's a bottle of whiskey from the, from last night. And they're like, you can't fucking bring that in here. They looked at me like I had just brought in like. Nazi propaganda and shit. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" They're like, "This is a fucking dab bar. You can't bring liquor in here that's not sold here." I go, "Why?" Well, I'm, like, I'm like, "We're the talent. We're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You we paid can do us whatever the fuck we and they want." They were, dude. They were like, "Go put it in the fucking van." I was like, "Oh shit. All right, cool." But yeah, we played a couple of shows, and there's like, I forget. There's one called the Something Lion in Denver. There's one in Colorado Springs we played at called like the Speakeasy. Um, it's Great. yeah, it's a fucking it's an Speak industry, easy. bro. That was a good fucking question, Jesse. Well, yeah, I was just wondering bar. because I always, you know, the in the early days when you heard about we like where places where weed was legal like Amsterdam, yeah, is the one that always oh, came yeah. up. You always heard about like weed bars where you like yeah. just go to go there and you can set like order this certain type of weed or whatever and just smoke it there <laughs> or eat like a brownie that's, that has weed in so, it, yeah, you yeah. know. Can and then one so I was wondering if that's sour like, diesel, please. You know, becoming an industry of like not Dude. only dispensaries but you go there and you're like oh, let me let me get a joint of this and i'll just chill here and smoke it right here you are 100 percent like right about that like the, at this one place we played at the speakeasy in Colorado springs um and we were there for fucking two days uh you go in and they had like a bar set up but at the instead of a instead of like pouring drinks they had four fucking uh dab flames going out like that are hooked into the gas line of the place it's like it's like fuck? dude it's like just like like the gas line of the building is just tapped they're tapped into that and they just have like a fucking flame on there people go in and you buy dabs or you have your own dabs and you go over there and fucking fucking heat up your shit and Damn. do a fucking what dab the fuck, yeah it was that's weird see but that's wild because i would, it, that's like that's to me that's like the next level like i would I would imagine something more mild, like, you know, just like, here's a joint, you know, like, st- start there. <laughs> like know? an Amsterdam kind of yeah, coffee yeah. shop. Yeah, because, like you because go in a fucking that, Starbucks and you're like, yeah, yeah let me get a, let me get a joint of this. In my please. mind, like, dabbing is like a triple shot espresso when you just want like fucking, like an iced coffee, you know what I mean? It's a great comparison. Before I stopped smoking like heavily and the reason... I stopped smoking heavily because I don't know if it was stress from work or whatever, but I had like high blood pressure and my doctor put me on high blood pressure medication. And ever since then, like too much weed fucking makes me bug out. But yeah. before that, dude, like I was doing like, I'll fucking, before, before I leave for work, do like a half gram fucking worm dab, you know, like, <laughs> and because, Christ. and dude, like, but dude, like smoking flour, like affects you a certain way. But dude, a dab was like, it was a longer lasting effect. And also it was like, kept my like my chill like up front like i was like you could have the most horrendous shit happen to you and i'd be like that's cool we'll figure it out <laughs> and if i wasn't like that i'd be like fuck what the fuck's going on but dude like yeah. i was a huge proponent of the devs but 
Dabs are sketchy because there's like a fucking temperature threshold you need to stay in. Oh, yeah. Because if you go over like 700 degrees, you're fucking, you're creating carcinogens when you when you dab oh, that are cancer-causing. So, yeah, that makes so sense. So we're all fucking, fucking heating the dab rig up with a torch with a fucking infrared thermometer making sure we're in like the butter zone <laughs> of fucking Gotta temperatures. Pay to play, baby. Yeah. yeah. Because if you get too hot, you're probably burning that metal. Actually, exactly. Yeah. Right? That's, you're exactly yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and so weird. it was fucking weird. It was like, and then at that point, like, and I've had a lot of people tell me, they're like, I fucking will not do dabs because it reminds me of doing other drugs. And I'm like, I totally get that. But at the end of the day, it's still fucking weed. <laughs> yeah. This, this shit just makes you think about when you go to like an Italian restaurant and they're giving you your cheese and they're just like the same thing, like more dope, sir. Yeah. Exactly. Tell, tell me when. Yeah. Tell me when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like it like this or do you like it like this? I'm like, <laughs> tell me when to sir. stop. Oh, keep it coming. Keep please, it coming. Yeah. Let's go. please, more dope. So uh, how about more. can we convert into sports? First thing I want to, did you watch any of the UFC fights? I think it was two weekends ago. Uh, I was sad about Donald Cerrone. Donald Cerrone got beat by Tony Ferguson. I heard about they that. Run but, it back. But like the the but I see. Like I said, like I told, like I said in the last podcast, like I haven't been watching fights lately, in like the last year or two. But dude, like the social media outpour I saw was like super positive for Cowboy after that fight because he like it was a badass fight. Apparently, I watched some yeah. highlights, but. He got fucked up too. Doctor stoppage. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like everybody was like, "Dude, you fucking fought great," you know? Like, yeah, he yeah, did, yeah. He did pretty good against uh, Ferguson. Ferguson's just another breed, man. And that's his second doctor stoppage in a row. That he fought Anthony Pettis before that and cut his eye open real I bad. That, I saw that fight on yeah. highlights. Yeah, so he he messed his eye up real bad too. Is he El, is Tony Ferguson El Kukui? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The boogeyman. Uh, I believe he is twenty three and. Three or twenty-seven and three, he something like that. But he's on like a twelve-fight win streak right yeah, now. Yeah, eleven or twelve. I yeah. remember some of his early fights, and I thought I saw the Pettis fight with him, and Anthony Pettis was still pretty, oh, pretty fucking awake in that fight. Stayed in it yeah. the whole time. Yeah, like that cut. Was yeah, just like unfortunately, Tony started to was starting to turn it up on him. But I mean, you never know with Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis rocked him in the like the first or second round, so you never know. Anthony Pettis could have still caught him and. You know, I think Tony would have eventually won on points because he was starting to tear him up. Yeah. But Anthony Pettis still has that knockout power, and that's what he is. Yeah. Anthony and Pettis he's really like good at jujitsu. Both of them are. Yeah. Hey, while you guys I, talk I just, about UFC, I'm going to take a piss. <laughs> uh, there you go, man. <laughs> I remember when the bleeding first started in that fight, they thought it was coming from Tony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was all like over the fucking place. So, but was Tony bleeding too? And then Anthony, I think he was, but not not like that. Not like he that. went like gashed up. Yeah, because I think that Tony was bleeding a little bit on top of Anthony, and then oh, then you, he hit him with the fucking elbow and like opened him. You know what it was actually? Now that I remember it, it wasn't that he was bleeding so bad. Uh, Pettis Pettis broke his right hand. Oh, that's what it yeah. was. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that is you're right. My so bad. so they uh, his coaches went up to him. And he's he's like my fucking yeah, hand, my ra- hands broke when the round broke when yeah. the, the uh, yeah the round, in between yeah. the second and third he's like yeah I broke my fucking hand yeah and they're like fuck we got we're gonna stop it dude and let, they call it off yeah. right there See, that's what, I remember that that's, that's that's right Tony and Habib were supposed to fight three times but it just never yeah. worked out one of them pulled out the other one pulled out there was just some bullshit oh that that's never all happened. they're all in the lightweight is it lightweight they're all in yeah it's all one fifty five so with and what's his name? What's this fucking stupid ass dude's name? Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, he's all in that that way too. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's I was happy to see him though. get beat the fuck out of. By, oh, uh, the best fight I've Khabib. ever seen in my life was when Nate Diaz beat the shit out of. That him. That was so good. 
Dude. He's a he's a hell of a fucking fighter, but he's a fucking uh, I don't know. He, he's his own man. Stockton slap all day. Man. I, I yeah. like McGregor, man. I, it, in all man. in all honesty, I like every fighter, man. I don't give a shit, dude. They're all fucking. Wow, yeah. don't only fighters I don't really give a shit about is like maybe like Kobe Covington because he's just a fucking douche. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that dude is. Yeah, I don't know. He's I Dylan like Connor too. Fuck Dylan Dennis, I like Connor when he first came out. I was still watching fights. I think whenever he first broke, but. I mean, yeah, I liked Connor the fighter, not Connor the fucking superstar. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'd still, I'd still want to, I still want to see him come back and fight somebody. I know, I want to see him fight someone for real, but he's kind of, he's so fucking rich now. He doesn't really take yeah. it as seriously as he well, used that, to. Well, that dude, nobody's beating Khabib. I mean, the only person that's gonna beat Khabib I don't think is he Ferguson. Can. I don't even know if he can. I think Ferguson. Cowboy Khabib. took him down. Yeah, but still, dude, I think Ferguson could be Khabib. That's, could but it's never going to happen, dude. That fight has been scheduled three times, and it still hasn't happened. That's my thing. Oh, it's that'll, just like, that'll fuck, never man. happen. Mayweather and Connor too, that'll never happen. Yeah. So what about this? Uh, Floyd already taught him a lesson. Staying don't, in don't, sports. Don't say it. Staying in sports. Nick, you need to go go take another piss. Congratulations to the fucking Toronto Raptors. You fucking go fucking fuck yourself. I didn't Drake, think they'd be able to do idiot. it. I did not think they'd be Yo, able to do it. Drake doesn't deserve shit, Drake, bro. Drake was putting in a lot of minutes, bro. He was, dude. He fucking, fucking played forty minutes every game. That's the way he it fucking the, looks. He fucking was, piece of shit. He no, got that no free real estate in all their heads. I thought he was gonna tear his ACL. Hope he does. But it was Clay Thompson, dude. Think, but dude, I think can't about believe that. Clay. I'm sad Clay got ACL, hurt. He's the only dude. player on that team I like. The other ones are are all too hyped up. I'm like Nick during the UFC conversation. I'm like, I haven't watched five seconds of the NBA finals. Well, for reference for you and anybody else that's watching that doesn't watch basketball, it's just the uh, NBA finals ended last night. And the Toronto Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors in six games. Yeah, it's Golden State Warriors were without their MVP, Kevin Durant. He ruptured his Achilles tendon. Karma, baby. Pretty brutal. And uh, another one of their all-stars tore his ACL during that game. But they they were on their verge to three-peating. They've won the championship twice. They've been to the finals five times. I knew that, yeah. Like, so they they were yeah. going for the three-peat, and the fucking Raptors won last night, so it's their first championship ever. I, I, thought th- I just think it's kind of fishy. They won in six games, and it's uh, the six. Like, it's just the little scripts looking straight good. Straight script, baby. I'm I so thought bad the, the Warriors uh, lost. I thought the Warriors heavy hitter was what's his name? Steph Curry? Is he not? He's just the fan. He, he is. Champion. He's he's like their best shooter, but I mean, he was the standout from the last two championships, well, right? There, no, uh, no, no finals MVP. The last two championships, it was Kevin Durant. Before that, it was Steph Curry. Because Steph Curry, Steph's, Steph's probably the one. Like it's if, all of if them. they didn't have fucking Steph, they probably would fucking suck a lot worse. But not having KD and Clay. Yeah, they really, so really hurt them. Kevin Durant used to play for Oklahoma. Yeah, no, yeah. Texas, Texas. The well, I mean, Texas is where he. Oh, you're talking for college. about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant. Oh, he yeah, played oh, for. Yeah. He played for the Thunder. Yeah. Okay, that's what. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. We we hang out in Oklahoma City a lot um, because of Prairie, and, and there's a badass restaurant called Nunsuch. And then I have a ton of homies in Tulsa, so it's like I kind of remember something from the Thunder for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, my wife played basketball. Like Ren played basketball through school and shit, but I played soccer my whole fucking life, so, oh, yeah. like, she's a huge basketball fan, and she was, like, you know, kind of, like, whenever we do watch basketball, it's because of her. Yeah. yeah. Real yeah. quick, side note, have you ever eaten at Kitchen two, 123? You told me about four, that place, yeah. The fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Like, I, you told me about it. It's like, a, it's like a Jewish spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. So good, man. Last time I was it's there. Hebrew, but same shit. Yeah, fucking dude, I, I, my, uh, 
my grandmother had divorced my grandfather um, growing up, and she had remarried a Jewish guy. So, like, my, like, I guess, I, I mean, I called him Papa. Yeah. Um, growing up, like, we had every Christmas was half Hanukkah, half, half yeah. Christmas. Um, Tell my so life. So, I, I, dude, I've wrapped the Jewish culture, like, half yeah. my life, dude. Um, but, no, like, last time I was in Oklahoma, you told me about that place, and uh, I haven't eaten there. Whenever we're in Oklahoma City, though, we keep it. We Kitchen keep, 324. We keep it low-key whenever we're in Oklahoma City. Like, we usually go there to eat at Nunsuch, and then we go to Prairie. And then we bug the fuck out. This place is, it's your shit for sure. It's its real like, not like upscale, but it's real craft. They're real, real meticulous and shit. You cool. would like it a lot. Dope. It's dope. Yeah, next time we go up, uh, we're going to put it on the menu like for it's, sure. Uh, it's at 324 North Robinson Ave, downtown Oklahoma. Shouts out. <laughs> Isn't weed legal, weed legal in Oklahoma? It's medicinal Medically, right now. yeah. Medical. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. uh, supposedly going to go a rack within the year, but I wouldn't doubt it. That'd be cool. Uh, one of my, like, like I said, I have a like have a bunch of homies in Tulsa from DJing. Like we used to DJ shows up there, and then they would come here and DJ shows. And one of my uh, DJ homies, um, he works for some like large scale weed. I don't know if it's a dispenser or what, but his Instagram is like you know like rooms the size of like you know Pondicetta, like the whole building, or like the size of Yellow City but bigger. Like full of fucking plants, you know. Like he's always pondy. Share, yeah, he's always showing like pictures of fucking crazy bud. Crazy. <laughs> remember when? Whenever weed first got okayed out there, like everybody was talking shit about Oklahoma, like not being able to grow bud. But enough people went out there and set up shop that you know the the fucking weed game in Oklahoma is getting pretty strong. Yeah, it's just three percent. It's just. <laughs> it's gonna smoke a little bit more. They just, changed that shit, dude. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah they, I went. I went to the, the gas beer, station. Yeah, I went to the gas station literally just to get gas, and I was like getting some gas station shit, and like uh, they had signs, and it, it was like full strength beer. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, all no caps. Shit. I swear to dude. fucking god, and I was like, no fucking way. And I straight up, I was like, so is your beer like? normal now and they're like yeah yeah and yeah. it was in a coo- in coolers normally that they, was they the wouldn't, big thing they wouldn't sell cold beer in oklahoma yeah. that was the big thing a lot of them yeah. were like yo they're installing fucking fr- fridges <laughs> yeah but dude prairie's been uh and let's talk about prairie for a second uh yeah fucking shout out to prairie they're so good so dope but it's what's funny is amazing. uh we bumped into a dude in cali this past week who owns this restaurant called smoke in tulsa who we've eaten at a couple times it's a dope like spot like we went there for brunch i think it's a cool spot, like you know, like smoke. What a like, yeah, like like. And it, it Yo, is you want it to smoke? It's like you know, like smoked foods, but like cool bar and shit like that. And he's telling me, he's like, yeah, I brought up Prairie. I brought up my homie Kodak, who's a graffiti artist out there. And he's like, he knew everything I was talking about. And he was like, yeah, Prairie's cool. He's like, because I knew of Prairie as Chase and Colin starting the brewery, like the two brothers. And Colin does the artwork, and Chase brewed the beer. I didn't know that Chase had sold Prairie like oh, early on and opened up American Solera. And I always heard about American Solera. And then when I was in Florida last year on a family vacation, I picked up, Rin and I picked up a bottle in a bottle shop of a fucking like a barley wine aged in cognac barrels. And it was like fucking like, I don't know, like 12, 13%, but it was like <sighs> stupid good, dude. Like stupid Sounds like good. it. So apparently Chase was the original brewer for Prairie. And then sold Prairie, and then opened up American Solera. But American Solera, I went to their website recently just to double check this fact, and the dude was right. And they self distribute, so that's why we don't have their beer here through like Benny Keith or yeah. favorite brands who brings Prairie here now. 
And uh, I was then that made me think I was super weird to catch a bottle of it in a bottle shop in Panama City, Florida. But if you go out to the Tulsa, like next time I go to Tulsa, I'm going to American Solera because you know, like it's like Prairie, but yeah, but the dude who invented so Prairie, a real question about Prairie I have is. Are they just straight up in Oklahoma City now, or do they still have that Krebs oh, no. shit? No, it's okay. I think because Kre- it's from Krebs, right? Like it's originally. Or, originally, it's from these two brothers' fucking backyard. Yeah. They used to, they didn't have a brewery, so they would brew at Krebs. Okay. And I don't know if Krebs bought it or who they sold it to, but now the Prairie Outpost or like McAllister, like the Prairie Three Four Five, uh-huh. which is farther than it's the farthest one. They have a brew pub in Tulsa, which is like. The brewery plus a restaurant. Yeah. And then there's Prairie OKC, which is the one we all have been to, which is like, it's the tap room in OKC and Thunder Alley. And so I haven't even been to the, uh, the we're going to hopefully go to the brew pub in, in, in Tulsa soon. But the one in Tulsa has like fucking food and all kinds of shit. Like, like I've only been to the, the brewery in OKC. So there's like three outposts of Prairie aside from like distribution you know, yeah. to Texas. So they do actually like brew shit at the at the one in Oklahoma. City. Oh yeah, fuck okay. yeah. They and that's. They I have, mean, I went there, but I wasn't sure if like that was like the one. Dude, they all they have they have beer centric. They have like beers available at every one, but then they have beer centric to. It's kind of like. So it's kind of like Odell. They have Odell. Okay. And, okay. They have Odell yeah, yeah, yeah. and Foco in Fort Fire. Collins, yeah, and then yeah. you have and Odell the and Rhino. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Hundred percent makes Fire. sense. Um. So, but dude, like the last time we were at Prairie, um. It was like we were there to eat at Nunsuch, and we like Ren and I have this ritual where we kind of like pregame at the brewery and then go to dinner. And it's like the last two times we've been there, it's like Ren's been like I've always drank stouts and shit, and like I love IPAs too. But I've like last couple times we've been there, like Ren's on a stout keg, and they have these fucking, you know, they'll have like in Prairie has bomb, their their yeah, their yeah. landmark stout, but yeah, then they yeah. have variations of it. So they have Nigerian Prince, which is like. Or barrel aged, I think it's barrel aged Nigerian prints. Yeah, there, it's like so crazy. So it's like the bomb aged on coffee and banana or something like that. And yeah, then bourbon barrel aged. So it's like sixteen percent. They had a, a horchata stout that was like sixteen point five. That sounds stupid. Fucking good, dude. We were yeah. the last one of the last times we were there was right after Stout Week. So they had this shit called Basic Becky, which was like a fucking sixteen or seven percent uh, roasted. Pumpkin style, I was like it was like it was Ooh. like in the season where pumpkin beers are coming out, Hell yeah. and fucking you know pumpkin lattes, pumpkin this and that is always the same with basic bitches. So yeah. they named it basic <laughs> Becky, Becky. But dude, you could literally taste like roasted pumpkin, and then it was Hell like yeah. the fucking badass prairie stout coming through, and it was like so fucking that good. Amazing, dude. I fuck with I think, all, I think everything pumpkin. I'm all that. for it, dude. Dude, yeah. I love all of it. Uh, Give do, it all to me. I do too, but like I try to steer away from a lot of the a lot of pumpkin beers suck. You know, they're like, "Oh, <laughs> this and that," and they're not yeah. very good. But dude, this beer fuck. Yeah, I should load some gunshots up cuz Oktoberfest fucking Suck. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like the Mar- is, I get yeah, like, like Mars, it. like Mars and style. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I fucking that hate that ain't shit. There's yeah. some good ones out there, I but agree. for the most part, like anything that's anything that's like massively, I figured yeah. this out in my my time in life. Like anything that's like a limited release or like anything that's like a small niche window is usually really fucking good. And things yeah. that are like across a broad spectrum, yeah. They probably started off as a really dope thing, but they've gotten alienated into bullshit yeah. over the time. It always it's, does. Yeah, Everything yeah, always fucking does. Multiply the recipe, and it just kind of got worse and worse yeah. and worse and worse and worse. Like, I'll oh, fuck it. We'll just, we'll just do it anyways. 
Yeah. Fuck exactly. it, we're going live. That's kind of how I felt at Six Car, honestly. It was like... I believe that. It was like the integrity and ethos that I had as a chef was like... When we first opened Six Car, it was going to be like the same thing, just like a different vibe. But then as it went on, it was like like diluted and diluted and diluted. I was just like, man, it's like anything you do on a massive scale, it's like small batch whiskey is always really good. But mm-hmm. you know, like shit like Crown Royal and shit like that sucks. Because it's blended, it's it's done on a huge scale. It's like, yeah. so like, that's, dude, anything that you do in like small finite batches or even in like a niche like mindset, it has a lot of integrity to it. But when you stretch that shit over a mass, it loses it. It loses sure. it loses its heart. Yeah, that makes Dude, a lot of sense. The soul's gone. The soul, it's just so up, it's you been look used like you by everybody. Man. No, I was gonna I was gonna I know we're running low on time now, but I was gonna ask you guys if you ever you guys ever get drunk and just watch like not sad videos but like stuff that's like tear jerking and you're just like start crying yes not cry- like 500 not like- days of summer <laughs> yes not like cry- oh, dude that that movie right there dude like yes my wife will always watch that movie yeah. when it's on uh. and i'm always like i'll come in like i'll be doing something like playing video games or something i'll go in the bedroom when she's chilling and i'm like why are you watching this you know how this is gonna end <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, what movie I is love- it 500 days of summer oh, oh I've never okay seen it. you just you're just like okay okay you yeah, need to like, see it, Jester. What's no, funny is you've right. never seen 500 Days of Summer. No, I haven't. Oh, you should see it once for it's sure. Make, it's no, gonna make you hate Zoe. Anytime you're yeah, feeling down, for let real. me know. No. I'll, I'll shoot it over. Yeah, you me know. and Nick had a little heart to heart with that one. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna make you hate Zoe, dude. Dude, I was killing time before I came over here because uh, I was chilling at the house, and uh, 50/50s on Netflix now, and I started watching oh, that, and I was God. just like, just getting to the point where dude. I'm like, dude, fuck this. I turned it off and left here to come here, but I was like. It's all in the back of my head, you know. See, Vic, Vicky had never seen that, and it's uh, we have HBO, and it was like just ran, randomly on HBO yeah. the other day, and she was watching it, and I was like sitting like because uh, we don't have like a dining room, so we have like a little a little table in the living room, and that's pretty much where I want if I want to watch TV and edit, I sit at that table. Right. So she like came in there and turned it on. I was like editing something, and like I kept you know looking over. I've seen it. I know how fucking sad it is, and it really hits home to me because it relates. I relate to that story a lot. But like, I was sitting there and I was just like, eh. and then I kind of got invested and I was watching it. And then uh, when he fucking freaks out in the car, I got up and I was like, I this. I was I looked at her and I was like, this movie gets a lot more fucking sad. If you want to keep watching it, it's really fucking sad. <laughs> but I'm gonna go outside because I can't watch this shit. Like, watching him fucking lose it in the car literally makes me fucking, like, cry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever seen that movie? No, I've seen parts of it. Wait, wait, wait. It's It's called 50-50, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen are in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets diagnosed with cancer. Amazing soundtrack. He fucking has the Wu-Tang sweater in that shit. Uh, But, dude, like, I was like, when I put it on at the house, just uh, before I came here, I was all like, doesn't he fucking end up living at the end of this shit? Yeah, man? he does, but it not before yeah. the saddest fucking scene yeah. everywhere. He's like, Mom, Mom, and they fucking they take him, and he's like scared to get yeah. the anesthesia and do the surgery. That shit oh, makes dude. me fucking ball, bro. Yeah. It'll make, I'm, I'm getting close to tearing up. Dude, yeah, that oh, shit oh, makes me sad. Like, Ren, Ren had cancer. She, Ren had thyroid cancer, and uh, they had, they, you know, thyroid cancer is somewhat common in people, you know, like, uh, it's kind of like, you know, there's a couple of cancers that happen a lot. Yeah. yeah. But most, when they when they do operations for that shit, a lot of times they'll take 
the part of your thyroid that's infected and leave you with a little bit. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that your thyroid drives everything. Like you, people think your brain drives everything. Your thyroid is like the CPU that the brain is the battery for. The RAM. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good way to put it. Fuck yeah. Um, and so they took all of Ren's thyroid. Damn. Like she has nothing left. Damn. And so she has to take levothyroxine, which is a is a synthetic derivative from. I think it's from pigs or something like that. But so like like if you don't take this shit right, it fucks up your mood, your memory, hair growth, your weight, I mean everything. It drives everything. So and then Ren is super stubborn with taking fucking pills. She's like, I don't want to take fucking Man. pills with so I like, do the whole we've been together nine years and married for four. Like I've had to tell her a day in and day out. She's gotten a, the last few years she's gotten a lot better with it. But dude, it's like you take a pill and then like she was like a fight with it and shit, but dude, like, so cancer is a huge, my, my dad has a twin that died from uh, pancreatic cancer. Yeah. I lost my mom to lung or I mean breast cancer. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's when you watch a movie like that, it's like a touchstone for so many people, you know? So yeah. it's a real, like a movie to make that needs to be made, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, it's one of those things you watch once. And then like, whenever you watch it again, it's like, Oh fuck dude. Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah, that's brutal. Here we yeah. go. See, see the time, up. the time of crying that I'm talking is I'll watch like America's Got Talent, like a super fucking badass story, and ah. they fucking do like a badass performance, and I'll just like, dude, that's so sweet. I'll, I'll fucking turn on Ellen and fucking see some fucking <laughs> badass yeah. story, dude. And it's funny because my old roommate Brad, he he would come home and I'd just be sitting there like all drunk and I'd like have tears coming down my eyes and he'd just be like he'd be like, dude, are you watching Ellen again? And I'm like, yes. That's dude. awesome. I'm like, but dude, it's weird because I did that like I was watching I was watching some like um like the military like people coming home and surprising their families and stuff and I just, like was just fucking crying like I'd just be like. Oh fuck, dude! Oh, bro, those are bad, those are bad <laughs> like, fucking hard. Oh man, but, but it, was, it was crazy because I'm like, damn, this is kind of like therapeutic, you know? Just like, cause you, dude, we're men, like you never fucking admit that you fucking cry sometimes. Oh, but fuck it's like, that, dude, you gotta cry. Yeah, dude, but it's cathartic. like, dude, you gotta let it some, of, you gotta let some of that shit out, bro. Dude. And I'm like, dude, this is kind of therapeutic, just letting some of these tears out, man. Yo, you I know? saw a video on Twitter the other day. This uh. It's like a, a border collie dog was walking. There was like a fucking crazy river. And it was a big gap. This dog was like walking and one of her puppies like fell in the river and shit. And she fucking like, it, the puppy was trying to get out and fucking couldn't do it itself. And the dog fucking climbed in there and fucking pulled it halfway out and then got out and grabbed it by the paw and pulled it all the way out. That shit definitely made me fuck. Oh, dude. I was like, oh my oh, yeah. God. Don't even get me. Like, dogs over people every day, oh, all dude. day, dude. Like. Oh yeah, like, dude. I, like, I yeah. love seeing videos of fucking dogs like rescuing their fucking oh, my God. owners and shit from some crazy whatever happening. Yeah, my dogs wouldn't do that, dude. <laughs> They'd be like, "Fuck you, dude." My, yeah, yeah, like, mine uh, probably would too. My I'm raising it. Be like, "Where's the food at, man?" Uh, the dog, the dog <laughs> we have is fucking um, like right before Elliot died. Uh, he had uh, a mutual friend of ours, this homie Wise, who's a graffiti artist in Lubbock, had said that he had a litter of puppies that he had, was trying to get rid of. And I was talking to Ren about getting one of these puppies, and then fucking Elliot beat me to the punch and then got one of these dogs, the last female. And then when uh, her name was Athena, and whenever she was like, you know, three months old, Elliot passed away. And then fortunately, we got Athena. You know, like I was like, I was going to fucking get her anyways. Fuck you, Elliot. 
But at the same time, like, so not only, like, because I had a dog for 16 years, my dog Daisy, then, and then, like, I had her as a kid. She was a rescue, and I had her all through my life. And then when she died, like, I, she died on my birthday, and, like, I knew she was going to fucking die. And Damn. it was, like, it was heavy, dude. And I was, like, fucking never getting a dog again. Because it's, like, when you get that, when you get an animal, it's, like, a fucking lifetime investment, you know? Oh, yeah. But then after Elliot passed away, like, like his girlfriend at the time took his dog Zeus, and then Athena was the puppy he'd just gotten. And they were, like, who's going to take Athena? And I was, like, fucking, we will. And, dude, she's, like... You know, aside from my wife and my kids, dude, like, you know, she's constantly like just fighting for the. You know, the yeah. <laughs> I love her, yeah. dude. So like, any, anytime you watch like dog videos or any of that shit, dude, it's like, it strikes right to the fucking heart. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, hundred percent. What, what kind dude. of dog is Athena? She's a pit bull American bulldog mix. So she's mm. a yeah, big fan. Oh, dude, I got I'm, a beautiful yeah. pit bull. I'll show dude, you after the pod. pit bulls. Pit bulls, like, like, and then I'm a huge dog person. But I'm like. If if you have a dog under forty pounds, I don't want to hear about it. You know, like, yeah, it's a cat. I think, I think your I think your dogs are the shit, though. My dogs are the shit. because those dogs act like <laughs> fucking fifty pounds. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> no, like, Pierre's pushing forty pounds. That dude's big. Yeah, Pierre's a fucking monster. He's for thirty-five a pounds. Terrier. He's are yours? Are yours French Bulldogs or Boston Terriers? They're Boston's. That's what I thought. Yeah, there's some beat boys. And there's yeah. the, dude. The, the I think the last the last time I've been into your house, which is fucking shitty to say this, but. Was when you gave me that skateboard and I came over and your dogs were like, dude, all up my ass. Oh, it was so amazing. Well, they love to love. Nonstop, yeah. man. They fucking never quit. I got a, I got a soft spot for Lola. I took uh, I took Silas to June Jazz on Tuesday. I know. I saw that Anta fucking Leftwoods, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. He was fucking living life that night, man. I'm going to take Pierre next week. I'm going to take him one at a time. Because I, I took all three of them to... Uh, bad magic one year and it yeah. was a motherfucking <laughs> yeah i was a part of I that. Took, but i had four at the time too dude uh, oh yeah uh, it was yeah. a fucking i don't know if it's Athena's breed or if it's just how i've raised her but i tried taking a mutt fest like two years ago at M- memorial and dude it's your was, age shit <laughs> she was there 10 minutes bro and i was like i'm oh, taking okay. home you she got to like, go yeah she was there like it was she's just like she has she's like Best best friend. We have a cat. She's like best friends with Zero, our cat. Oh yeah, same with my and then, dog. And then, and uh, then, my parents have a dog. This big ass, like he looks like a pit crossed with like a black lab, but he's huge. Yeah, like Athena's big. Athena's big, but Murphy's like makes her look small, and that's like her <laughs> boyfriend. Like they get along, but any other dog. She is ready to fucking pull the throat out of that fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, my, my dog's dating uh, Danny's dog, Doc. That's they're, what's up. Their boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend. Yeah, that's awesome. that's awesome. But back to what Jesse said, man. Um, I think that guys that don't do shit like this, like cathartic shit and like let a crowd every now and then or fucking like expose their emotional side, guys that don't do that shit are fucking serial killers. Straight up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah easily. <laughs> or they're just like super insecure and they'll never tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll never be truthful about like right, what it's like to pussy. be a human being. They have yeah. deep-seated parent issues. Like, yeah, like every time there was a fucking tornado warning and shit, they had to go to the basement and put the helmet on and... <laughs> Yeah, with, their, with their uncle Jerry in fucking, <laughs> oh, no. their, their, their asshole hurt the next day. Oh my oh, god! Not again, Jerry. Not again. It's like yo. It's like I've had friends date people like throughout time, and like and be like, yo, dudes will be going off about how fucking insecure this girl is, or how this girl cheats on him over and over again. I'm like, yo. Your girl's uncle fucked the shit out of her when she was 13. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, she, she, she had issues. No fuck. <laughs> there it 
yes. <laughs> you heartless bitch. Because uh, <laughs> behind behind every fucking twacked out thoughty bitch is a fucking creepy uncle. Always straight up. Uh, I think there's a lot of lot of things that go behind these fucking that back. crazy thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we we just gotta play this game. Just don't tell don't tell mom and dad. It's just between me and you. Yeah, uh, this, this is AR-15 gunfire. Let's see what this one's like. That's gotta load up. Oh, whack! Just popping. You played yourself. Played that sounds myself. like a white cop killing somebody. Sure does. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Ooh, should have loaded a gunshot up. <laughs> So where are we at now? Where are we at? Uh, we're at one hour and 43 minutes where we, we were last we time. Go, there we go. Well, we're out of beer. We're, we're out of beer. We're out of time. We're out of beer. We're out of time. <laughs> and I, I got it. We haven't shouted out uh, Chugger Lugger, our other. Yeah, dude. Yo, Nick. I forgot to mention last week, Chugger Lugger is in stores at Party Stop. Every Party Stop Yo. in the Amarillo, Yo. Texas area. Go out there and get one. But if you really want to save some money... Hit chuggerlugger.com. Use the promo code Growler. You'll get 20% off. They're $19.95 with free shipping. Use that promo code Growler. It really helps us out. You know what I'm saying? Growler Pod's coming along at the promo code. And shit. The That's right, man. Boys, what know? else? You know, we got them boys. We making moves. I told Nick when we started this podcast, we're not going to do it basic. We're going to do it right. Yo, let's run that shit back. What's up, uh, Yellow City Street shout Food? Out, uh, shout out to our fucking new and improved sponsor, Yellow City Street Food. Yeah, taking know? it back to the mothership. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Secure Backing up the that Provided us some bag. fucking amazing beer tonight. I want two fucking pull growlers of that fucking prairie rainbow sherbet Dude, stout. Because you get, you get every flavor of the fucking ice cream Dude, in there. Even Dude, even coming from a diehard prairie fan like myself, I'm wearing a fucking hat right now. Like... I love everything they do, but dude, when we tasted, when we all tasted this beer this afternoon, yeah. I was like, man, this is one of the better beers they put out in the last few months, man. Because like so whole cans, you know, was good. Fucking, uh, what's the last? What's the last Say it, one? Nick. Little nap. Little Say nap. It. I didn't like a little nap all that much, dude. It was kind of like, yeah. felt kind of frivolous to me, for sure. Little but, nap sounds like a rapper name. Hey, <laughs> well, don't don't you gonna. Now somebody's going to be on that shit. Yeah, dude. Right. SoundCloud. Just go take it, dude. Make sure you can hop on all the fucking, <laughs> the fucking social media and snatch it up. Jaden, there you go. Lil Nap, 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 Young Thug Remix coming see, soon. See if Lil Nap's available on Instagram. Nap? Yeah, dude. Lil Nap. L-I-L-N-A-P, Lil Nap. I thought he was going to be, what was it, Turd Muncher? No, it was. Box Chomper, baby. It was a uh, Box Chomper 69, actually. Yeah, dude. if Lil Nap's available, you got to fucking do it. At least till your birthday. I thought of a new one, Taint Tamer. Taint Tamer and Box Chomper sounds like Xbox Live. At the end of every episode, we gotta do like Instagram name corner and just fucking spew off some and 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 make Jaden change his fucking name every week. Just whatever handle, the most ridiculous. Is he a rapper or what? No, he he should be. He's an influencer. I mean, if Lil Nap's available, he's going to fucking become a rapper. Dude. Yeah, Nap, dude. Ladies. We got the studio here. I can so. see it now. What's the verdict, dude? Lil Nap featuring Young Thug, Taint Tamer. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Come Instagram's on, fucking down again, dude. It's been down Shit. for a while lately. Little Rob Kardashian. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to... Uh, our sponsor, Chugger Luggers. Shout out our sponsor, Yellow City. The only sponsor. Pay them fucking bills, you know? And uh, as always, 
follow us on all the platforms. I probably don't need to name them at this point. We've had 12 episodes. They're, they're if you there. haven't found us, bummer. I personally listen on the uh, podcast app with iTunes, but that's everybody. That, that's, yeah. that's the standard. Yeah, that's the oh, uh, standard. we're on iHeartRadio now. That's a new one. Oh, wow. We, oh, yeah, can, we can shout that one out, I guess. And uh, if you fucking watch on YouTube, subscribe, man. It helps out. Yeah, just hit that button. Like hit the it, fucking it doesn't subscribe. It doesn't take you any effort. And just then to... when I fucking drunkenly accidentally press publish instead of schedule, you'll see it at midnight instead of the next day. Oh, right. you hear yeah. that leak? You hear that leak? Really off, uh, I don't feel like I was out. as poignant as funnier as I was last time, but you know, fuck it. No, nah, nah, this nah, one was all nah. about getting that fuck getting that fucking <laughs> <laughs> I almost made it through a whole episode. It was all about getting the hey. fucking the scoop, the breaking news. You well, didn't say tasty one fucking I time. I did. I'm never going to again. I <laughs> when I moved to Albuquerque, I said y'all three times, and they fucking let me know, and I've never said oh, it fuck again. Them. That's heritage, baby. I've <laughs> never. No, I don't say that shit. Heritage. I, will, I jokingly say it, but I will yeah, never I'll seriously say it. I'll say y'all sometimes, but I will never fucking type it. Like, uh, like most people, like I it, type it because I think it's funny. I never do. <laughs> like, I like will like I'll say shit like that. I'll be like, "What's up, y'all?" This and that. But anytime I'm typing something out, I will never say, "Y'all" or "holler." Has anybody ever said I'll like, s- "Hey, what are you all doing?" I'll I, say, t- I type like that. I say, I'm, I say, you guys. Yeah, you, you guys, guys is, is the caveat, but dude, yeah, like, you guys, so is, you guys is so New Mexican. I say, chal, C H A L L, chal doing, just one word. Yeah, Chal doing? Yeah, Chal doing. The New Mexican ways do it be like, it's all sick, fool. It is. It's all fucking sick. Fool. What are you fuckers doing tonight? <laughs> that shit is fucking all bad, man. Hey, fool, it's all sick. Yo, uh, all we're right. going we're gonna to fucking bump this one and we're going to get out of here. Right. You know? uh, Got to go get some more beer. I'm going to go to the bar uh, for Ian's uh, birthday, I think. Uh, so uh, There it is. Where's the good part? Here we go. Yo, uh, Victoria <laughs> said if we want to take the birthday boy out tonight, it's on the table. All right. Do what? Oh, Vicky said we take them. Prime time passed, but here we go. Yo, this has been episode 12. Thanks to uh, our guest, Scott Buchanan, for coming out again. I guess. My man. My man. <laughs> yeah. He's probably going to be a regular at some point. Hopefully. Yeah, probably. Y'all, y'all probably should just make me a, a member of the crew at this point. But. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely in the squad. You're definitely on the team. <laughs> Yo, but uh, we got to cut this music off because uh, you're about to hear our boy Ben Olsen. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. We out. We out.